All right. Now that these two are done being stupid. All right, guys, I got a question for you. What is a pet peeve of yours in gaming? Like, when you talk about games with somebody, what is something that, that like, what's a pet peeve of yours? Like, whether they call Link Zelda or, or you know, something like, like, what's, what's something that annoys you when people talk about games? I mean, honestly, when I was a kid growing up, and, and somewhat, like, an adult, although I think it's more so, like, because there's so much more variety, it's not done as much. But I, regardless of what system I was playing, when people would refer to it as the same system. A as Nintendo? Like, as, like, you're, oh, you're playing the <laughs> Nintendo. Oh, let's go play the video game. It's like, uh, what video game? Well, you know, you, let's go play your video game. I, I've got more than one of them. Which one would you like to play? I don't know. Just, uh, let's just play the video game and have some fun. My favorite is the, the Nintendo. Oh, you hear oh, for yeah. Nintendo? Yeah. Like, like everything, no matter what system it is, it's Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Kevin, how about you? What what annoys yeah. you about everything. games? Yeah? Everything. Yeah? The, the gaming community in general is just annoying to you? Yeah. I agree. Wait, what's your pet peeve? So. Does it have anything to do with, like, I don't know, just certain <laughs> games and what their what their names are and <laughs> what they're called? Pronunciations? <laughs> or typos. Yeah, typos? Yeah. Alright, so that was the worst preface I've ever done. What? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, oh, welcome back to the Power Trip Gaming Powercast, by the way. Uh, they already know where they're yeah, at. Yeah, now you're just listening to, to Power. All right, get to it. Way. Um, so, I was on a Facebook group, right? Uh, RPGs, I love them. Everybody knows this. It's, it's, I'm basically spouting the same rhetoric. RPGs are the best. So I was on a, a group for RPGs, and lately I've been playing the East games, spelled Y-S, for anybody who doesn't know, because it, it, when 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 you tell them what the name of the game or the game series is, they're like, huh? East. Mm-hmm. Not Wise, because some people... When I was younger, I admit I made that faux pas. I called it Wanderers of Wise, because I thought it makes sense. Like, oh, the wise men, sure. there's six yeah. wise men in the series. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it made sense. Wise, you know, whatever. It's, it's actually pronounced Ease. Uh, like easel without the L. Ease. Yes, I got, I got it. Um, yeah, it's it's easy. So yeah, <clears throat> easy like Sunday morning. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so I was in a group, and and this this one woman had posted. Uh, a, oh, I suppose I should have muted my phone. My bad. Uh, this one woman had posted a thing about all the the different like character designs at all. Who who's the main character of the series? Because uh, the, the whole game series is about his adventures. Mm-hmm. You know, Adol Kristen goes, does this. He, oh, there he goes here and he does this. It's, it's a cool system. But. Uh, and the entire time, he has amnesia! Oh, God. He's so much amnesia, <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's just permanent brain damage. <laughs> but, uh, so she posted all his different, like, outfits and shit and all the different incarnations of him. Well, not incarnations, but the iterations, I guess. And I had made a comment about it, but I had accident. I was in a hurry making this comment because it was right before work. I was in my car and I was typing it out, so, and I had accidentally typed it Y apostrophe S. You know, whatever. I wasn't thinking about it. And you guys know autocorrect. You make that mistake once, that thing thinks that's what it is. So I did it again because I was just typing Y S and it put that apostrophe in there without me paying attention, and I, I moved on. Well, let me tell you something about. 
people in communities, boys. <laughs> they uh, they don't let you forget. They don't let you forget, nor do they. They uh, they nothing's a mistake on the internet. Everything you did is deliberate. So somebody, somebody had uh, uh pointed it out to me that I put the apostrophes in there. And if I remember remember the post right, he put ah, sigh in in asterisk. You know, audible sigh, whatever. There's no apostrophe between the Y and the S. It, it, there's no apostrophe there. It's something that annoys me, so that's, you know, uh, uh, the, whatever. And then a comment immediately following his was, I bet you pronounce it wise, too. It's not pronounced that way. If you say it, though, it's pronounced ease. And he went on this thing about how to pronounce it. I'm like, bitch, I know. I've played every single game. Even ones that aren't here on emulators. Mm. Like, I, I've played them. I know the series. It was a typo faux pas that I made. My bad, boys. And I let it go for the most part. I said, you know, my bad. Made it, made a mistake. Whatever. And I moved on. So as a joke, you know, I responded to the, the woman's post because she, she had made the thing back. So just as a joke, the next time I typed the word "ease," I put a Y and 15 apostrophes said <laughs> <laughs> the S, yes. you know, because, it, you know, it, clearly it's funny. You know, mm -hmm. it was funny to me anyway, because he had said, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. Or he never apologized, but he was like, it's a trigger for me when people say east with the apostrophe and not ease. Like, I give a shit, kid. Like, I don't fucking care. <sighs> Like, and first of all, I hate when people say that that's a trigger well, for me. <clears throat> if it's your hang-up, it's your hang-up. Yeah. And I have a, like, that that bothers me. Not not the fact that that's, like, if he's got triggers, that's that's fine, okay? There are things that certain people, are, like, they hate, they don't want to, um, they don't want to deal with. That's fine. You're more than welcome to, to, to hate whatever you want. Be as but ignorant when, as you like. But when you say... <laughs> The Y apostrophe S is a trigger? Mm -hmm. Like, what kind of life are you leading where that is the most stressful thing going on in your life right now? And it's, it's, that's what, that's what irritated me was, it wasn't even the fact that he corrected me on it. No. It was the, it was the, the fact that he spelled out the word sigh as if this is something he's been battling for his entire life and he has to, he, like, this is a daily occurrence for him. Somebody says somebody's talking about East games to him every single day, and he has to correct them on it. And it's like that's what pissed me off. So that's why I did the fifteen apostrophes or whatever. Yeah. So somebody had commented on my thing saying, "Now there's no need to be uh, no need to be rude or or something like that. Be be nice or whatever." And I'm like, this fucking bitch right here. Like <laughs> clearly it's a joke, and and that's kind of where I started to like. Maybe you should have put um. Asterisk, joking, asterisk. Yeah, so that, maybe it, I so that it so that it was an audible joke. I figured it was denoted by the LOL that I put in there, you know. Yes, sorry, it's an audible yoke. <laughs> but it was like that. At that point, I kind of just lost it. I was like, dude, like it's just a joke. Fucking calm your tits. Like it's not that big a deal. Did you really tell them to calm their tits? I don't know if I said calm your tits. I said something along those lines because you know me. <laughs> yeah, like calm the fuck down. Like it's not that big a deal. And then, and then he did this. I, I wish I had saved the comment, but I didn't. Or I might have. I don't know. I, it would be in our conversations because I know I messaged you guys about it. Mm -hmm. But I he he like basically responded in kind with the the 
people, your reactions are not dictated by how people react to you, or some shit like that. You know, he was trying to do that whole, that air of superiority. I'm better better than you are. I'm better than you. Mm -hmm. Which fries my fucking bacon beyond belief. That's one thing I will say. Like, Kevin, I admit, is not everybody's cup of tea. He's a know-it-all jackass. Hey. He comes off that way to everybody he meets. <laughs> but at least... I can back my stuff up. <laughs> well, not just that, but at least you can you can be swayed. To be, you know, if somebody can prove you wrong, and they do, you admit, yep, you got Tim me. does it all the time. Yeah. He's pretty good with it. Tim is very good at it, but Tim is super learned. Yeah. And the fact that you never act like you're superior to anybody. Bullshit. You never sit there and... and you would never, you would never make the comment that that guy did. No, you know what I mean, because that just well, oh, that chaps my cheeks. Like, it, I well, hate I, it. I might like with you two, right? But then it's it's that you guys know I am just messing with you at that point, right? But and that, that's kind of my point is you're 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 a know-it-all guy who doesn't doesn't act like he's better than anybody, and mm. that's where I was just like, dude, peace out. I left the group, which is a shame because they were like. A lot of the posts were shit that, like, I'm interested in. Like, they mm-hmm. were posting about, like, Grandia and, and the Wild Arms <clears throat> series and, like, just, like, lesser-known RPGs. And that that I thought was really cool. And it's just, it's a shame that, that I left it. Because the people that were, like, that did the sigh, they corrected me and then tried to correct me on the pronunciation. They were admins of the group. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally have that little tact on, on correcting somebody that... Come on, dude. Mm-hmm. So, like, who is I going to complain to? Because they're the ones who run the page. Yeah. So it's like, because he, he was like, oh, I'm just trying to, trying to save you embarrassment if you go around to other groups pronouncing it that way or whatever. Sorry for being, sorry for looking out for you. And then he did like the eye rolling emoji thing. And I was like, get the fuck out of mm. here. And then I just left it, and I'm like, fuck off. So nothing like trying to say like, oh, I was just trying to help you, and still it was like a backhanded comment, like yeah, like still insulting you on the way out. Like tch. there were better ways to go about it. He <clears> could have said, so. I agree, the game series is great. It's very underrated. By the way, there there's no apostrophe between the Y and the S. It's a very common mistake. You know, just to let you know. Mm-hmm. That would have that would have played out so much different. And then you could have easily have corrected yourself oh, my and bad. said, "Oh, yeah, my bad. My phone auto corrected it. Yeah. I I've played this series from its inception, and I know that there's no apostrophe in there." Yeah, like yeah. there's so many different ways he could have phrased it to instead of fucking acting like it was a chore for him, mm-hmm. or or like this is such a fucking I, I don't know. But that I hate people, man. I, I truly do. Like I <laughs> it, and and. Mm. What's going on with you guys? Wow. <laughs> it He's, really pisses me off. It, it it looks like Andy is is visibly triggered. I am triggered. <laughs> I'm triggered by people being triggered. <laughs> <laughs> it's a never-ending cycle, boys! Oh, evil begets evil. The only way to battle a monster is to become one. Did you ever heard that saying? No. No, oh. let's take care of battling monsters lest ye become one. No, well, I've heard it both ways. I've heard the only way to fight a monster is to become well, a monster. No, it's the only way to fight evil is. I feel evil. like there's games that have done that before, like in. I think I've heard that even outside. Zombies of ate my neighbors. God you can get here. the you can get the monster formula. You turn into a monster and you're like oh, yeah. invisible or well invincible, and you can beat the crap out of everything else. Kill in one hit. Yeah. 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 Zombies ate my neighbors. That's fun. Yeah. I'm just trying to change the subject. <laughs> 
But anyway, that's 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 been my experience. Uh, what's what's up with you guys lately? So, well, I suppose I should finish. Lately, I've been playing the East games. That's that's just basically in preparation for East Nine Monstrum Knox in um, February. I think you mean wise. <laughs> oh god see now that's 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 one of my favorite things too is when people correct you but they correct you incorrectly i know i love like that. somebody yeah. that we both know yes yeah. how does he it's not it's not uh how do you say it sokoden swakoden swakoden sweet sweet something stupid i've i've heard actually other people pronounce it sweet and I'm see the way that I deal with things like that is like okay, if you pronounce it Suikoden, like I'm fine with that because I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. And it's yeah. like that's the way that you've always pronounced it. I've always known it as uh, Sukoden. Yeah. And so I'm like okay, it doesn't. I I if I pronounced it, I would call it Sukoden. But if you call it Suikoden, so what? Yeah, we and both know what we're, we we both know what you're talking about. There's no reason to correct it. Yeah, as long as I know what you're saying, it's it's yes. fine. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I would never correct somebody as long like if they said something where it's it was so it was so off that I didn't know what they were talking about. I'd just be like, um, what game is that that you're talking about? And then they would say something, and I'm like, oh, oh, you're talking about this game, and then I would correct them and. See, I'd have gone the other way because it's not a Japanese word. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's it, Yiddish. Yeah. Is it really? Which actually, yes. there's oh. an Easter egg on on. Um... So East, like it's actually. There's, I bet you, like if you were to actually be speaking Yiddish, it probably was pronounced different as well. The um, the East. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh. There's hmm. there's an. Not... That means for those that don't know, that's Jewish language. Oh, Yiddish. Yiddish yeah. is a is a Jewish language. Yeah, Yiddish. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought uh, Hebrew, Hebrew is another. Hebrew, um, that's like. Mandarin Arabic? and Can it's Arabic like Mandarin and Cantonese. They're both oh, Chinese. Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yiddish is just another one of the it's like a dialect. Isn't it? Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, I, it's that or it's another. Yeah, sub. It's one of the things. It's one of the languages they they can tend to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which actually I've found a lot of a lot of references in the East series are uh, like Jewish to to Kabbalah and yeah. Because yeah. one of the one of the I can't remember if it's a sword or a shield or a piece of armor or something has actually it's the 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 lettering on it is actually like Yiddish backwards and that's like the runes that are on it. It's actually kind of interesting. The whole game series is super interesting, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what's uh, what's going on with you, Paul? Um, honestly, I I can't think of anything. Uh, You're just, I just existing. I'm just existing. No, it's it's just work has been kind of has been busy. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just I haven't really had much time to to do anything. Although Game wise, I've gone a little bit back. Uh, don't you mean game east? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I stand corrected. Boom, baby! <laughs> no, I've actually went a little bit back in time. Do you guys remember when they released Super Mario Bros. Deluxe on the Game Boy Color? Yes. I played through that because there I, I found out that on that game, if you beat the game with a score of like 300,000 or more, you can unlock the actual like Japanese version of Super Mario Brothers 2. So like lost levels, quote unquote? Basically only it's not lost levels, like really? because it's not it's not the updated version that was on the, uh, Super, Mario the Super Mario All-Stars card. It was the original version that was on the Famicom. Really? And so I've been, I don't know why, but I was on a kick of wanting to play that because I, I, I remember it being tough, 
and I, I remember it being super hard. But I just wanted to play it again, just be like, okay, is it as hard as I remember it? And so I ended up unlocking it and playing through it. And yes, that game is hard. And honest to God, I think that Nintendo played it right. They should not have said that this game was deemed too hard for American players, which is why we got Doki Doki Panic uh, rebranded as a Mario game. But honestly, that game is so hard, but so trolling and intentionally difficult where they put hidden Kaizo blocks in your area, like like mm. the, the whole jumping thing, where it's like you'll jump, you'll hit a Kaizo block, and you're, you're down. They will place enemies to where if you touch an enemy, like if you jump on that enemy, it's placed perfectly so that if you touch it, you'll drop like an anvil, and you won't make your jump. Hmm. Or, or they'll do things where... I think there was actually one level where they put a Starman somewhere where if you actually get it, you're actually going to screw yourself over. Um, because you won't be able to jump on a Koopa in order to hit, like, a, uh, a vine. Oh. So it's like, it is so intentionally trolling that it is infuriating to play it because I can... I find value in a difficult game, yeah. but when you make the difficulty intentional like that, but only for the sake of screwing over the player, that borderline is unfair... <laughs> then I have a problem with it. And I think to myself, man, how different would the Mario series be if Americans <clears throat> if Americans got Super Mario Bros. 1 and then the Japanese Super Mario Bros. 2? Would 3 have been as popular as it was when people would have known that it's like, oh, well, they're doing this, they're trolling us, this game's that difficult. Like, I don't want to play Super Mario Bros. 3. They're just going to do the same thing. It's like, I feel like the entire Mario franchise could have been so much different if they did end up releasing two. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Like, that kind of feels like what 90% of Mario Maker levels are. Is just For the intentionally most part, yeah. drawing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you ever look at, uh, what was his face on Game Grumps? Ross. Mm. He, he, like, has Ross's a whole levels. thing of just making levels because he's so good at it. <clears throat> I know. Like, and it's, it's just really, it's interesting to me that, because I remember you playing Lost Levels at my house once back uh -huh. when I still lived with my parents. I remember yeah. you were in my bedroom. Yep. And it was on the All-Stars cart. Yep. That I somehow don't have any. I was gonna say it somehow is yeah somehow is gone. <laughs> so, but um, but yeah, and I remember watching it. It was fucking brutal. It was. It was super brutal. That and game, would, that <clears throat> series, I think would have been so much different had had that been the official too. Absolutely. And so people can say what they want about the Super Mario Brothers two that we got. I mean, honestly, I think it went from a beloved game to the black sheep. So now I think it's again being fondly remembered as like we love. Well, it's that also we got, fondly remembered because yeah. that's where a bunch of the stuff comes from. These yeah. the new yeah, yeah. Birdo yeah. was was shy guys mm -hmm. like Ninja well, Ninji Ninjis came back. Yeah, um, oh, wow. Babams. Yeah, I mean, Babams. Even, even Babams. Right. Yeah. It's just really funny how many things they actually drew from a game that wasn't even a Mario game to start. And then they be they became and Mario icons. lore yeah, yeah. and it's, icons. It's yeah. really funny to me. And, as the instruction booklet points out, Birdo, being the world's first video game... Can I, can I say this? The, the world's first <laughs> video game transvestite. Yeah. Because it, it, it says in the instruction booklet, and you can look it up, it says the... The the bird who is a girl who thinks he's a boy. 
Not that it was the other way around. Or it's, it's, or it's something, something like girl. the boy who thinks he's a girl. Yeah. That's what it is. Yes, yeah. the boy who thinks he's a girl because, like, it's a he, but he's got, like, a bow in his hair. And he's pink. He's, he's got eggs. Pink, he's got eggs. Yeah. So it's like, how cool is that, that they yeah. actually did something like that? You can't get which, away with that in a game Which then now. they kind of backpedaled on in later games because and now they put lipstick on and it and made it's it, clearly it's, feminine. Yeah, and made it yeah. officially like, oh, no, 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 it's a girl. It's always been yeah. a girl. It's like... Well, your instruction book it was a different. <laughs> well, but and that was that I kind time of, before I P- kind of wonder. Yeah. I kind of wonder how much that too was like translation stuff, maybe. Because back then translations weren't exactly accurate. I mean, so I, there's always like there's always the possibility that whoever was translating put their own flair on it. It could be. You never know. But I, I honestly, I don't think that's the case because I do I know that so yeah, they had some. They had some things that were poorly translated, but if you look at Nintendo things, like the the lore from their first party titles, like Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers, they had really developed backstories in the instruction booklet. Yeah, they knew then, how to write. But then you look at stuff like Castlevania 2, and that disproves all of that. That could have been hardware limitation. That too. could have been hardware limitation. But like, <laughs> not telling you where to go, not or not trans. Yeah. But that's no. because of poor translations. And the words don't work. No, but because also, you also had that in Zelda too, yeah. where you had "I am error." It's like they didn't know how to say like like I don't know or something like that. It's like it came off "I am error." And not to mention they only had so much room to put space because they didn't have scrolling text. Mm-hmm. So like, and <clears throat> that's why you have so many like broken phrases in like uh, Link. Yeah. And even in Castlevania 2 is the same thing where they have so many like shortened phrases that don't make sense is because well they can't You had the limitations of it, like, yeah. Which yeah. it's not a hardware limitation because Final Fantasy scrolls. Yeah, Dragon Final Warrior had scrolling text. Yeah. Dragon yeah, Warrior but, had scrolling text. Oh no, text. Falling, Final Fantasy didn't. No, it didn't. But it, but but it, it also had a huge window. But it had multiple yeah. boxes where it would do all the text and then do another box of text. Yeah, but so it, it wasn't a hardware <coughs> limitation. It was what they were doing with the game. And you also, was, yeah, but you Castle- also got to remember, if fucking Final Fantasy came out late. Yeah, I was gonna say Dragon well, Warrior Castlevania, was pretty early. Castlevania two was nineteen eighty eight or eighty nine, I think, and Final Fantasy was nineteen ninety. And Dragon Warrior was, I think, uh, Final Fantasy was late 1990, and I believe Dragon Warrior was early 1990. Yeah. Because Dragon Warrior came first, then... And actually, Final Fantasy didn't have scrolling text. It was one stagnant... 1986 for Dragon Warrior. Yeah, in oh in Japan, I guess we got it. In, so we got scrolling it in like in text with multiple boxes was already a thing. Mm. So it's not a hardware yeah, limitation. Look how it's simplistic. A, it's a translation. Tra- look issue. how simplistic Dragon Warrior is comparatively speaking. Yeah, but it's still but, you said multiple boxes of text like that yeah. weren't a thing. 1986, they were a thing. Mm. Yeah, so it it, it's a large chunk of it has to be translation. Yeah, but still, just the way that it's worded though in the instruction booklet, uh, I just going back to it, I don't think that it was a mistranslation. I don't think I think they knew exactly what they were talking about. Maybe. But I that's it's no like that's, it's no poison issue. Yeah. With uh was it Final Fight? And then poison Street was Fight. a woman. And then Street mm-hmm. Fighter, yeah. yeah. Poison was a woman in, and then they in changed, Final Fight. Yeah, the, and then they changed it to a, a, a cross-dressing guy because... Yeah, because they didn't, they didn't want Cody or whoever... Or to be beating Beating women. up a woman. Yeah. They didn't want men beating women up, so they changed Wasn't, it. Was there something similar in Dragon uh, Double Dragon as well, too, with Linda? I, I'm not sure. Double Dragon, I'm not sure. Or did they so never... Uh, they, they, I mean, they uh, yeah, basically... That one, I don't know what you're talking they about. They basically, like... They don't... Not only, like... 
took it as it was. They embraced it because you grab her by the hair and you punch her. It's like... They gave no qualms in fucking uh, yeah. Streets of Rage either, man. I'll oh tell you. Oh, my God. But, yeah, final fight for some reason. Yeah, They just poison, decided to change it. Yeah. It was very mm-hmm. strange. But, I don't know. I always felt Birdo was... I mean, who really cares? It doesn't. It doesn't yeah, really it's... matter. It's just, uh, it's just a fun little fact that if you look up the Super Mario yeah. Brothers two instruction booklet, it will be as clear as day there. So, yeah. well, Kevin, how about you? What's what's been up with you lately? <clears throat> Not a whole lot. What you been playing up? God Eater three on Switch again. I yeah. traded in my PS four copy to get it on Switch because it was on sale on Switch for like seventeen bucks, and I could get seventeen bucks for the PS four copy. So I was like. Yeah, what the fuck not? I'll just do the trade in. And, and I think you got a bunch of extra shit too. In uh, that, that version, didn't you? Yeah, not to mention, I don't know why it feels like it plays better on the Switch. I'm not surprised actually. Well, and the other big thing is like I'm so used to God Eater being on you know PSP and then Vita, mm-hmm. handheld. Wanted it back handheld. <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah. so like I I've been playing like I don't know like thinking back on the PS4 version, did the game seem like overly shiny to you? Like, surface of the clothes and stuff were oddly, like, or wet. Wet, I would say. So it looked yeah, like everything maybe. had that, like, damp look to a sheen, it. A sheen. Yeah. Into yeah, it, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while since I played it. But, like, on the Switch, I don't really see that as much. Because, like, they obviously huh. they had to tone it down some for the, the, for it. Yeah. But, like, it's it looks better. I've not had a single frame drop on it, even though I had some on PS4. That's weird. Mm. So, like, it plays great in both on the TV and in handheld mode. So it's... You so know, I've kind of been playing through that again. It's kind of funny when I had when I first bought East Eight, uh, Lacrimosa. It's a Dana or Donna. I never. I can never. How to say I don't. It. I'm gonna say Lacrimosa of Donna because I think they pronounce her name Donna. Um, I had her originally on PS4. Well, once they announced it for the Switch, I actually gave my PS4 copy away and played it on the Switch. It played better on the Switch than it did PS4 for me, which is weird. Which I'm almost curious to see what I wanted. Well. I don't. I know what I want to do when East Nine comes out because that comes out in February for the PS4 and then June for the Switch. Yeah. So I'm probably gonna end up getting both again because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually already pre-ordered collector's editions for both. Let the record show. <laughs> Andy called himself an idiot. I am. Nobody else, nobody else prompted that. To be honest, it's also not the first game he has bought multiple times. Uh, Persona Five. Anybody? <laughs> Much stuff. How many times have you bought Final Fantasy? Well, we've, we've talked about this. I know. The original Final Fantasy has been different every time. I know, but you still have but, bought it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean... I to, bought Diablo 3, I don't know, like four different times. To, to, to his defense, too, I think that's like a normal thing because, I mean, I've... I've how many times have I purchased Resident Evil 2? This like the original one. I've got it on, on PlayStation. Course, I've got, I've got yeah. the DualShock edition. I've got the uh, N64 version. I've got the GameCube version. It's like, Isn't it on Saturn as well or no? No, Resident Evil 1. one. Resident yes, Evil 1 okay. was. Which I do have on the no, Saturn as well, too. And I've got Resident <laughs> Evil 1, the long box. I've got Resident Evil 1, the jewel case version. I've got Resident Evil 1, the director's cut. I've got it on the... Uh, <laughs> I've okay, got Resident Evil deal. on the GameCube. <laughs> so you know what? Yes, I Paul cannot... The he's, he's the best. I, I cannot blame anybody who buys things on the same oh. system. Or on, like, different platforms. Well, you want to talk about that? Look at Tim. When Mega Man 11 came out, I think he bought it for literally every Every, platform he possibly could. But, I mean, I like to do it because I like to support that that franchise. Mm -hmm. Because it's one that's super underappreciated. I don't think many people really tout that series the way it deserves to be touted. But, I don't know. 
Yeah, so I've been playing through God Eater. And yeah, it has all the updates, so it's all the extra costumes and whatnot. That's cool. Uh, I, I actually wouldn't mind going back to that one. I really enjoyed God Eater 3. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm waiting for... Uh, to see how Genshin Impact will be at the end of the month. I was just about to mention that. That one actually looks pretty cool. It's For like a free-to-play game that's going to be on Android, iOS, uh, PS4, and then Switch eventually. Yeah. It looks like a fully developed game, but it's made by uh, Miho, Mio. They do a bunch of, like, they do, what, Honkai Impact and stuff like that. Oh, they do, like, okay, so, like, the it, Apple Store game. Yeah, like, the but this game, it looks like... It's like Breath of the Wild, but with, like, Tails characters. Yeah, so, and I'm like, the thing that really caught my eye was, like, ice-based characters, like, swinging their weapon around and freezing water, so you could walk across, like, pond, like rivers and stuff like that, or, like, in Breath of the Wild, lighting the grass on fire and watching it spread. <laughs> Yeah. But then com being able to combine the elements, so you combine, like, uh, fire with, like, wind, you spread it bigger, or or hit someone with water and then hit lightning, and it'll arc to a bunch of different people. That's a cool idea. We'll see how well that works, though, with being free-to-play. The only thing well. is, yeah, it's going to have the, the, the gotcha-type systems in it, which I is the, or the random draw. But I, the way it's looking is they're giving people a whole bunch of free stuff, because, like, I think it's, like, three... Three or four million people have already pre-registered accounts for the game. My God! Across really? all the like all the stuff, so so that'll be impossible to play for a while. <laughs> well, but and that's the other thing is like I've been watching people play it on on like the Chinese service. I've never seen anyone playing alongside other people, so I think it's oh. instanced for yourself. That'd be that's so. Why would you do free to play model then? Because you can make, make more money. Fortnite has shown it. That's like one of the most lucrative fucking business models in the world. Yeah, but that makes sense for a game where you're playing online with other people. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, I, that yeah. makes sense in in like a battle royale or a, like a Call of Duty. Or, like, and I actually tried Spellbreak as well. Yeah, that one I actually played pretty fun on hmm. the Switch. Yeah, that was one I was looking at too. But again, I, I'm not. I'm not, not battle royale. Yeah, I, mm. I, I've done a couple of matches. I won my first match, and then I've only done a couple more since. Yeah, I was looking at Spellbreak as well. But, speaking of multiple platforms, that kind of, uh, holy shit, half an hour into the episode, <laughs> kind of eludes to the topic of conversation for today, which will be the console wars! And the illusion of that today. Because hmm. people are trying to stoke the fire of a console war that's not well, even a thing. That's right not now. really even... I don't think that there's really console wars anymore. I don't think so. Not if you don't... Not, well... If you look at it from the big picture, no. But if you look at it from like the fan point of view, yeah, it's it's alive and well. Right, but it's at least at least with Genesis and and Super Nintendo, which is basically that's where console wars started because that's when Nintendo had a direct competitor. I mean, you did NES really have a competitor back in the day? Not really. Um, it it didn't. Um, so you had basically the. Um, the Atari, and all those other things. And then you had the collapse in 1983 into 84, and then Nintendo came in and revitalized the video game market. Yeah. Kind of brought it back from, from the brink, the Phoenix rose, and it and Nintendo, we have to thank for that in the West. Yeah. Then, I guess Atari tried to come back with their 7800, and I don't think it ever really did when, a good job competing with the Nintendo. When was the 5200? 5200 was 81 or 82. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. 
the the original Atari came out in seventy six or seventy seven. So, okay. I mean, it's, yeah, so it's it was like four years later, so that they they released it four or five years later. God, that's hard to fathom. Yeah, isn't it? and then and then the seventy eight hundred came out in I want to say eighty six or eighty seven. So which one was the one that most people have played? The twenty six hundred. Twenty six hundred. Twenty six hundred. See, I was so, confused though. Twenty six and fifty two. Which one was the fifty two? Is that the big one? The so the twenty six hundred had the small had the smaller like black plastic carts that you're used to. Right, right, right. The Atari 5200 had the 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 fatter ones. Yeah. And then the 7800s went back to the same size as the 2600s. Maybe I've never seen a 7800 then. Probably never saw a 7800. I know cuz we had the 5200. Yes. Growing up because yes. it had we had like blueprint and I want to say like oh god. Well, they made a lot of games that They had like a few games They that came were out for the 2600 but they also ported them to the yeah. 5200. And there because was like the games another were not one backwards compatible. Oh, it played like King of the Mountain or something like that. I don't know. It was something goofy. Was was our fifty two hundred game? And okay, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. But the seventy eight hundred was actually what? That's the. That's the seventy. Oh, I've never seen the seventy eight hundred. Yeah, but the seventy eight hundred was actually backwards compatible with the twenty six hundred games. Wow! It was not backwards compatible with fifty two hundred, but Obviously. that's because they were different sizes. That's Although, a cool idea. So. But yeah, that was like the oh, and they actually had like a, a controller, which is when they were trying to compete directly with Nintendo. Yep. Wow, um, and that's Nintendo, so crazy. Yeah, Nintendo crushed them. And, oh god, Nintendo crushed them big time. I mean, even in the in the West, you had like the Sega yeah. Master System, which was more in line with what the um, interesting, which was more in line with what the Nintendo was, but. Sega Master System never really caught on nope. big around here. To be honest, I had never really even heard of a Master not, System. Not until years and years and years yeah. later. Yeah. I always thought Genesis was the first Sega console here. And it yeah, was, I didn't which hear about it until me. I was already doing like yep. PS2 and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So Yep, and it wasn't. So, so yeah, I would say in that first generation when video games came back, Nintendo really didn't even have any kind of, like, any kind of, of rivalry with anybody, or there was no competition. It wasn't until <laughs> Sega came out with the what? Oh, good. Sure. It didn't. It didn't happen until Sega then said, "Okay, we're taking it one step further. We're bringing the Mega Drive, uh, otherwise known as the Genesis, here in the in the West." Um, and then from there, Nintendo said, "Okay, well, we'll we'll compete with that." And then they brought on the Super Nintendo, and then that's really what I think yeah. kind of brought on what people know now collectively as the console wars. Well, oh, yeah. And, and to be honest, it's kind of telling that they didn't have competition because if you look at some of the games that were released, they're just... Not not only developers didn't know what the hell they were doing, but the games are just garbage. On, 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 the, on the Nintendo. Some of It's them... a combination of not knowing developers not knowing what how to, to program very well and then no competition making it so you have to strive to be better. That is true, but I they, mean, look at LGN. But they, but they, <laughs> radical. Yeah. Nintendo didn't want the same thing happening to the market as yeah, I, to the twenty six hundred. Yes. So that's why they they uh, implemented that whole five five yeah. uh, licensee limit. Yeah. like for I, I think honestly through the whole through the lifespan yeah. of of at least the Nintendo. They didn't need another ET on their hands cuz yeah, isn't exactly. ET considered like when the collapse started? So it's a lot of people point back to ET as being the the main culprit and while it is probably one of the more prolific pieces of it, 
there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot of other things that happen Mm. the uh the port of pac-man was another piece that really kind of that was horrible that really kind of led to that downfall and um and then there was just a whole bunch of like mismanagement by the company mismanagement by the company a lot of people were producing games trying to make a quick buck and it just they were churning out crap um and so it's just yeah with with having something as high profile as E.T. advertised for a game and watching it just crash and burn. Even even Raiders of the Lost Ark was shit. And Raiders of the Lost Ark was a little bit, uh, yeah, was, was not, not as, as great either. And um, that's actually one thing that drives me nuts is that what people don't realize is that Steven Spielberg had a large part of... The, the demise of the uh, of E.T. and, like, mm-hmm. the Atari. Because that man never saw that video game. And if he saw it, he never played it. Absolutely, <laughs> he didn't play it. But there was an interview, and I would love to find this interview, but he was interviewed, and they talked about the game, and he literally just gave this throwaway line about the game. He's like, oh, yeah, I've seen the game. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's great? <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's great. And he just straight-laced, serious as a heart attack. He's just like, oh, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, it's great. It's it's really good. Yeah, and it's but... like, come on. Now you... Okay. Now you're just blatantly lying. Well, Spielberg, you have to realize at the time... Or he saw a very early build that was great, and then they no, went, there is you don't no have such... time to finish it. No, there is no <laughs> there such was thing. No early build. There was no early build. <laughs> the early build was called E.T. <laughs> I'll say final product from <laughs> from conception to printing. But it you was, have to a... you have to remember the power that that Spielberg had then. Oh, yeah, he, he was, was on top basically of the world. he was basically responsible for the summer blockbuster. Yeah. Like he is what put summer blockbuster on the maps with Jaws. Yeah, he had Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and he had all these wonderful like. I mean, he was just known for this kind of stuff. And then E.T. came out, and he he took the world by storm again. And so people were like, okay, whatever he says, it's going to be gold. So people went out, they bought that game, and for some, maybe that was their first experience into the Atari. And when they see that and they're thinking, this is all this system is capable of? This is... This is garbage. Oh, this is garbage. All right. So video games are just a passing phase. They're like they're like pet rocks. <laughs> pet rocks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I suppose it's not very different because even like nowadays, when you look at like games that are based off of licenses, like the the person who you generally created the original thing it's based off of really rarely has any input. But that's that's also mm-hmm. comes from the fact that a lot of licenses now are so far removed from the creator mm-hmm. that they wouldn't have a say regardless. But Because that's like having Spider-Man now, you have rights to not only the movie, but now like the comic book character and mm-hmm. also the video game character. And, it's like, yeah. and none of them inter- intertwine. Like yeah. the, the guy who created it basically has no say what happens over his creation anymore, where back then, I don't think that was quite a thing. Like, the guy who, who did the Indiana Jones game for the Atari, like... Probably still had to answer to Spielberg at some point. Well, he was the same guy who did E.T. It was Howard Scott Warshaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, too, because if, if you want to watch a really funny like take on E.T., it's a super throwback show from back in the day. when like I would say we were... 
God, were we just out of high school-ish? Code Monkeys? Oh. Oh, yeah. They did that episode yeah. where they were basically... It was a parody of the E.T. Of release. E. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that episode was fantastic because it basically showed like the whole what pro- happened. You have to make yeah. this game in, what was it, a month? They He had five weeks. Five weeks. Jesus Christ. To, to, to come up with a concept, an idea for the game to to program it and to have a finished version of it for so that they could they could basically mass manufacture the cards million for Christmas. Yeah. But that episode of Code Monkeys always sticks out in my head because they, they talk about that and it's mm-hmm. it's just so funny. And it really shows how shitty like that process was for them. Who the fuck is Steven Spielberg? <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good episode, man. But yes, uh, so Genesis and Super Nintendo, that's that's where the console the wars birth of started. the console wars. Yep. And it makes sense. <laughs> and, and technically, it started because of PR departments. Oh, yeah. Oh, for the most part. Oh, yeah. It was all uh-huh. PR bullshit back yeah. and forth. Genesis it does what Nintendo don't. It, mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't originally a fan thing. It was marketing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all it was. They were trying to say, and that's, that's at a time where they were pushing bits. Like, I think the Sega oh, Genesis man. was the first one. They even put on the console on the itself 16 bits. Yeah. yeah. And There's, the average person didn't know what that meant. They are still doing... 16 bit. They High are, definition s- graphics. They are still... <laughs> doing that nowadays with mm-hmm. like teraflops yeah teraflops <laughs> it's graphical computation oh. process that uh it's some it's an acronym for something that the, the graphics card does oh okay but like they still push that or like how many like gigahertz is your processor and so it, basically it's a buzzword it's yeah, yeah. It, well it's just so funny because sega was doing that before like people even knew that whole lexicon they didn't know what a bit was no they just knew that more bits meant like better graphics and so they were just like oh we got 16 bits and oh no we got 16 bits with with this going on and and then it's like oh no we've got 32 bits and it's like the whole time around everybody's just looking at each other like what the hell's a bit I, <laughs> I was just saying, it's a bit. How many bits was the Atari? <laughs> it must be four bits. Honestly, I think it was like four bits. Yeah, because yeah. Nintendo's eight, obviously, because mm-hmm. the eight-bit era. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, and it's just it's so funny. But it also comes back to the fact that exclusives were exclusive. They were the RPGs on the SNES never made it to the Genesis, and vice versa. Hell, mm-hmm. I would say seventy-five, maybe seventy percent of their libraries were exclusive. But but there was also a time too, and I think we've we've alluded to this in other um, episodes though. But it was also there were no just straight up. Um, ports on multiple like cross porting, like yeah, they, they release like like I'm like looking Aladdin. at like um, mm-hmm. Aladdin on the on the SNES that came out the game the Aladdin that came out on the Sega Genesis two completely different games yeah different music different graphics different uh, yeah, different experiences. different levels different experiences yeah and and that wasn't the only game that did that where it's Jurassic like Park. if yeah Jurassic Park had vastly different. Uh, play styles, actually even two different styles of gameplay. You had the the Super Nintendo version which had like a top-down, but then you also had the first-person experience and then in, uh, for the Sega Genesis, it was all just like platforming basically, mm-hmm. and side-scrolling action. It's just very fascinating. Just, yeah. The only ones that were ever like basically the same were like the fighting games. 
You had mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. You had uh, and even Super, or, uh, Super Street Fighter. Well, and even the first the first uh, Mortal Kombat actually screwed Nintendo because they wanted to keep it family friendly and clean. They well, took out they the didn't blood. Screwed Nintendo. Nintendo screwed themselves. Well, Nintendo yeah. screwed themselves. So they took out the blood, and basically sales for Mortal Kombat on the Sega Genesis just dominated Nintendo. Oh yeah. And so when Mortal Kombat Two came out, they're like, all right. It'll be M for mature, but we'll 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 put blood in. It'll yeah. be a, it'll be an accurate port. <laughs> and to be perfectly honest, even obviously I grew up with the Genesis. You grew up on the Super Nintendo I did. side. Kevin, I don't I don't really know. I had did, both. You have you were one of the weird you kids who had both. Rich snob. No, uh, we got the Super Nintendo from my aunt for. Like, I think she just... They, she, my aunt and my uncle had bought it at one point and didn't want it anymore, so we got it. Oh, okay. And then my brother uh, was working, and he saved up and bought a Genesis for himself. Mm, so I had, access to bo- I had access to both. You were one of the freaks that we, had both. Granted, we they weren't at launch, so it was uh, like it's, well, it's a year funny or that, so in, It's funny more. that I say that, Rich Snob, because I think we actually <laughs> did grow up with both. Like, my, my older brother got a... Sega Genesis for his birthday one year, and then we got a uh, me and my my twin brother we got a Super Nintendo for our birthday, and this was like 1993, so it's like it came out like a couple of years after launch, but um, honestly, once I got the Super Nintendo, I don't think I ever played the Sega Genesis again until I was like a, a young adult basically. Yeah. Um, just because I loved the graphics of the Super Nintendo, I loved the sound. I love the look of the games. The yeah. controller was a heck of a lot more comfortable, too. But I didn't have Shining Force on Super Nintendo. Or no, Fantasy it did not. <laughs> or Taz. It did not. Or Escape Land from Stalkers. Mars. But as, or whatever a, it was. but as a kid, <laughs> I, I did care. not I did not care one way or the other. I didn't even know what an RPG was. <laughs> not until Super Mario not RPG. Not until Super Mario RPG <laughs> in 1996. That's kind of my point. Is like I played uh, like Mortal Kombat or mm-hmm. Street Fighter. I played it on both. The Genesis version, to me, is better on uh, of, of Street Fighter 2 and Mortal Kombat. It plays better. It looks smoother for some reason. And the Super Nintendo version doesn't quite doesn't quite play as well. Yeah, but Genesis didn't have Killer Instinct either, so... No, it didn't. I we had Eternal it. Champions! Yes, you did. That game was shit! <laughs> and I think Samurai Showdown. Wasn't that a Genesis thing? Yeah, well, I think they ported Samurai Showdown maybe. to the Super Nintendo as well, because they had it's it on a... Game Boy. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I have it on the Game yeah. Boy. Because I remember playing Samurai Showdown on the Genesis and absolutely loving it. Mm. But it was just... It's funny, because those those... And it's those things that, like... Is is what defined the the console war generation mm-hmm. is what that's what yeah. I'm gonna call it the console war generation is the fact that certain games would play better on one versus the other and you knew it you know what I mean like obviously as a Genesis kid I loved my RPGs on the Genesis you know Land Stalker and like you'd point out the Shining Force games and Fantasy Star however Final I always Fantasy. coveted. Final Fantasy and Chrono Trigger. Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger, Soul Blazer, like Secret of Mana. Secret of Mana, Secret of Mana yeah. was a big one. Yeah. Even though I didn't care for Mana, I liked Earth, Evermore better. Earthbound, Earthbound. yeah, Ever, like, Evermore. Yep. The there was fucking a lot. Super Nintendo crushed Genesis Legend when it came to RPGs. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, Legaya, that was, Legend of Legaya was uh, PlayStation One. Was it? Wait, wait. What Legaya yeah. then am I thinking of? Then there was a Legaya that came out on the Super Nintendo, wasn't there? Was there was a Lagoon. 
The Bahamut Lagoon or whatever? Well, there was Lagoon, mm. and then there was a Bahamut Lagoon. That was a strategy RPG. There were a fucking ass ton of RPGs that never even made it here. Interesting. Uh, Treasure Hunter G, Treasure Hunter G was one that never came here. Uh, uh, Treasures of Rudras, which was another Square Enix masterpiece. Like you would, if if you go to like any repro site and look up the RPGs that they can make repro carts of, it would make you sick. Of how many never actually made it? Oh, I can only imagine. I mean, Terranigma was one of those yeah. that uh, that I saw. That I'm like, how did this never make it to the to, oh, yeah. to the United States? Are you States? thinking of Illusion of Gaia? Illusion of Gaia was yeah, the one I was thinking of. Go. Thank you so much for looking that up. It was part of that trilogy. Yes, yeah. and actually, yeah, that was the, that was the Terranigma uh, Soul Blazer and Seven Saga. No, Seven Saga was not part of it. It was oh, just the trilogy. Yeah. It was Terranigma, Illusion of Gaia, and Soul, and Soul Blazer. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which one did you say? Seven Saga was a good one too, actually. No, I yeah, about it. that's sorry. It was just in this list that popped yeah. up, so I wasn't sure if. Uh... But that's and it's funny because and that's something you could like Genesis people will try to defend is we have very good RPGs, mm-hmm. but you know in their heart of hearts they're sorry, like Super, Nin- Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo heads is some really good yeah, ones. Yeah, one of the sports games. Sega was where it's uh, at. The Lufias. <laughs> Did not come Lufia's out for game, yeah, they yeah. did not come out for the Super Nintendo. Those were both really good. Or for the Sega Genesis. Breath of Fire. Yeah. Breath of Fire. I mean, the fucking Super Nintendo destroyed it. Yeah. Even though it wasn't really an RPG, it was an action RPG. I would call it because it was like uh, Link to the Past, but Demon's Crest yeah. was Super Nintendo as well. That was East, East uh, Three Wanderers of East. Or Wanderers, is it from East of East? I, I never remember. Know. That was Super Nintendo. Oh, that was Genesis as well, actually. I was going to say, because East, yeah. they, they they ported to both systems, yeah. I think. Because that was, yeah. what was that originally? Was that? Was I think it was originally was Wise. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember where the East game started. It wasn't. <laughs> a PC Engine, I believe. Uh, it no. Like, it could have been PC Engine. Um, wasn't it the Master System? It could have been. I think it was think the it Master, was Master System. I think it was Master System. Yeah. So. Oh, that's funny that it would be on Super Nintendo then. Huh. But Nope. Uh, the uh, NEC PC-8801. Oh, okay. That's, the first. that's what I thought. Um, but either way, like, you could... That that was the defining moment, or the defining factor of those, that generation, the console wars. Mm-hmm. You know, then obviously once the next wave of consoles came out, like your, you know, PlayStation and, and, and uh, Saturn... Shit like that, like Super Nintendo Genesis, like that that whole rivalry died off, you know, because the N64 was so far removed after the fact that, I mean, Nintendo basically had a gap there. I mean, you had PlayStation and Saturn, I guess you could say, well, had a rivalry, but not really. But not it's, quite. Not, nothing has ever had that not, same no, degree of... No. of Rivalry that the, and the Genesis and Super Nintendo, and had. it's funny because I think that Sega may have been the first ones to use a CD-ROM based yeah. like disc for their games. You had the Sega CD, you had the Sega Saturn, um, and so they weren't like PlayStation wasn't the first to do it. But for some reason, PlayStation, I guess, being the new kids on the block, um, they just had some really good games on the oh, system yeah? that just really just they took off running and they then became like the ones to catch because yeah. then the N64 came out and yes it was initially popular at first it had some really good support you had the GoldenEye games you had Super, Super Mario 64 so I mean it had its share of stuff uh, uh, Zelda Ocarina, Ocarina of Time. Time Majora's Mask there's so many 
all-star caliber games on that system, but PlayStation just for some reason it just it just kept taking its meteoric rise and it never stopped. So I think yeah. even though the console wars were still alive during that time, it was definitely not of that it wasn't as fervent as it no. was on the the Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis era, but I think um and dare I say it, let the record show. <laughs> Paul is saying that Kevin is right about this. <gasps> Is that I think the marketing, it was more so about Sega marketing against Nintendo and Nintendo trying to to bash Sega. That is what made that that console war well, so iconic. To be honest, and I think outside of of that like generation of consoles, each generation has been so clearly dominated by one system mm-hmm. that. Like, it's, they're really, ha- other than outside going into, like, the fan bases and talking between them, yeah. there was no console war anymore. Because, like, no. like there was a clear, definitive, this console is selling the most, it's just, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, there has never really been a close thing since then. No, it's like, uh, you had uh, PlayStation 1 just completely destroyed. Then you had PS2. The, the the PS2, Xbox, and uh, Game the Cube. the GameCube. Well, the Game Dreamcast Dream Dream and Dream that. Dreamcast yeah. kind of like came and went. That was that really was, sad. And that's kind of the funniest part is Genesis was so good. I mean, and then you had like the peripherals that attached to it, like like you yeah. said, the Sega CD. You even had the 32X. Yeah. Which I mean, that fucking thing looked like a beast when you put it all together. Yeah, it did. I mean, it had three iterations of the Genesis. Like, that's awesome. No mm-hmm. other system had really done that other than, like, the Nintendo had two. You know, you had, the like, Super the Nintendo, top loader and the regular and one. And the Super Nintendo had two as well. Yeah. They had the they had the classic style, and then they had, like, a junior, uh, smaller, smaller system. Yeah. So, like, the Genesis went through three waves, mm-hmm. and then the Saturn came, and at the time, it was still pretty big, because Nights into Dreams was fucking phenomenal. I yeah. remember that 3D controller. Mm-hmm. I remember we had a PlayStation... We also had a Saturn. I remember definitively playing the Saturn more than mm-hmm. I did the PlayStation initially. Mm-hmm. Because then, after the Saturn, things kind of started to slow down for Sega. Yeah. We ended up getting a Dreamcast as well. Loved the Dreamcast. The VMUs were a fucking genius idea. Had the batteries lasted longer than 10 minutes outside <laughs> of the controllers. It was like a Tamagotchi. Yeah. It was such a fucking innovative idea. And then they shot themselves in the foot. How did they shoot themselves in the foot with the Dreamcast though? Like what what did well, they do though? That, that was, one that one just feels like it was just a product of, kind just of bad, now. bad timing. Well, yeah. and I, I think like the cost like the they took a big loss on the consoles, I think, for a mm. long time. Well, cuz it wasn't the Saturn when they started to die anyway. They did, but they screwed themselves with right. that one because they released it without telling their third-party support that, "Hey, this system is available now." Yeah. Which Dreamcast, I feel like, was kind of it was it was already they were already dying, and then Dreamcast released, and they were like, well, yeah, but Sega <laughs> Saturn came anymore. out in 1994, and the Dreamcast came out in 1999. I remember that it was September yeah. 9th, 1999, 99.99. Um, <laughs> and it was really like I remember kids in school going out and saying like, oh, they purchased it, they purchased it, but then again, the PlayStation Two came out in like 2000 in, uh, uh, like, November, uh, winter of 2000, and it just completely just decimated it the market. killed it. 
decimated the market. Oh, yeah. And I think the Xbox One came out shortly thereafter. The original Xbox. The original Xbox, Xbox yeah. Just, uh, I'm, just sorry, the first, Xbox. I'm sorry, the first Xbox. <laughs> Xbox Classic yes. yeah. came out in 2001, shortly thereafter, and they were just... They always were just trying to catch up, basically, to the PlayStation 2. Well, they did a bunch of stuff that definitely, like, set trends. Like, Halo set trends for multiplayer. Oh, it, it definitely did. Yeah, oh, yeah, for the first Granted, Yeah, uh, now, Perfect Dark and, and GoldenEye did it on N64, full four-player local. Mm-hmm. But, like, the trend... Uh, more of online play. Yeah, the, the online or the, the land for multiple systems being linked up to play. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um, then the online stuff to get more stuff, they basically made that much more viable. And... Mm -hmm. Well, you could tell those those systems were designed with multiplayer in mind because it had four controller ports. Yeah. Whereas PlayStation has only ever had two. Two. Yeah. You know, so it's like, and that's kind of where I feel like that's that's how Xbox has managed to stay ahead of PlayStation in that regard, especially back then, mm -hmm. with the fact that it was tailored more to a multiplayer audience. Yeah. Whereas PlayStation, it's kind of more about of a single player yeah. frame of mind. Mm -hmm. And now PlayStation's catching up with that idea. Nintendo. Um, well, I don't know because even <laughs> even yeah. PS2, there was online. Monster Hunter was online on PS2. There was. I mean, but was it prevalent here? There was. There was small. There, there was small support in the for US. Online. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I know someone that. Had I mean, it, it was and, it was capable of it, yeah. but it even, was very very small. Even Fantasy Star Online. Mm -hmm. I. I <laughs> well, but remember, we got that was at a time too when internet was really. But also, sud it was still in its. Fantasy like, Star was also a very different thing because. Fantasy Star originally had to pay. Right, right. It was a subscription thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, that kind of hurt it over here. Whereas, well, so like, was Final Fantasy XI. Yeah. When it released mm -hmm. on PS2. Which, 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 yeah, that one's kind of one came and went. It, yeah. it did terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> that one, yeah, they, they did a bunch of, like, minor, minor charges for a whole bunch of sh shit on that one, and it killed that, that game. I think the closest we've ever seen again to a console 360, wars PS3. was the PS yes PS3 and 360 because that was when Sony the made PlayStation a, a big 3, mistake. Yeah, the, Sony <laughs> made a humongous mistake with the cost of their well, that, and then choosing the cell that unique cell processor. Yes, choosing or just that, using a standard, but also technology. not having not having as strong of a library when it originally launched mm. as they did. The mm -hmm. Xbox 360 capitalized on that, and it was the only time where I think sales in, like initially were stronger for Xbox than it was for Sony. Yeah. But then once Sony hit their stride, once they started releasing it, it, it went down in price to 400 instead of the $600. Um, they started getting better games. They had the Uncharted series. They had all these other games. Um then Sony just freaking they took off, took and, off and now and now it's it's it hasn't really been a console wars anymore. Uh, PlayStation Four kind of came and kind of was the one Destroyed who dominated one hundred like oh, yeah. fifty um, something million to like eighty million units. And, I about to say it's almost double. And even though I think Nintendo has gotten their second wind with the Switch. I still don't think that it's definitely like I don't know if it's selling the same numbers that the PlayStation three or four were selling at. No. But once the PlayStation five comes out, is that going to basically put a nail in Nintendo's coffin, or is it going no, to be there? Because if because if things are to be believed, there is a potential of an updated Switch coming out mm, within yeah, the next year or two. Okay. That'll be 
a much stronger thing with better screen and battery life, able to do more. Gotcha. So we'll see. Yeah, but that's but that's um, but still, it doesn't feel like a console war at that no. point. It's like you've already you're already pledging your allegiance to Sony or Nintendo. It's like there's no like yeah they're not battling for your for your dollars basically. Well, it's and I would say it's more so a battle between Sony and Microsoft. Yeah, because let's be honest. Nintendo couldn't give less of a shit about the no. Nintendo wars. just wants to do their own thing. No, and, and but that's and Kevin and I had this conversation a little bit on the way here. Uh, is, is the fact that Sony and Xbox or sorry, PlayStation and Xbox have been battling out since since the PS3 and 360 generation. No, battling it out since no, since the well, the PlayStation 2 Xbox yeah. version. Yeah. Well, no, I would say, at I'd that say p- it kicked into higher gear in PS3. Yeah, yes, I'd say PS3 yeah. 360 is when they uh, yeah. actually started direct headbutting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I I grew up with the PS2 and an Xbox. Mm. I would say I play PS2 more because PS2 had RPGs. The Xbox had a few, but really not so much, and Halo's really not my thing. Again, it came down to the fact that um, I did play a lot of Xbox, but... Yeah, but I, I like old Knights of the Old Republic and like I Jade liked, Empire. I liked the controller better. It was more comfortable Please with the PlayStation. Please tell me not the Duke. Huh? The, the big fucking heavy-ass controller The original that came controller with the, with called the, the Duke the... was that massive one? For, for, for the, the Xbox. No, the PlayStation. I liked oh, okay. the controller for the PlayStation a yeah. lot more. It was comfortable because that's what I was used to. Because oh, okay. I came from a PlayStation 1 and then going to like an Xbox. Um, it just It wasn't the Duke. It was. I, I think it was the was... second. It was a smaller. <laughs> it was a smaller one, and then yeah. I was actually fortunate enough that I think that's another reason why I played it a, a lot is um, Mad Cats made a uh, like a wireless controller for the Xbox that was very similar to like what the Wavebird was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, except for so the IR was, Blaster one. Yeah, the pl- so that big the black uh, like circle in the middle. I remember those the Mad Cats ones. Yeah, well, they were it's... IR blasters, not mm-hmm. actual wireless. Mm-hmm. No, whatever it was, but it's but it was it was a lot more comfortable yeah, to hold it those. though because it was smaller and I just I could I could deal with it better. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but I mean the PlayStation Two obviously beat Xbox. Oh, did they? They yes. did, right? Oh, they did. Oh, because then, like you said, PS Three. I, I think the PlayStation Two actually may be the best selling system of all. Still time. is. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Actually. So yeah. PlayStation Two definitely won. Considering that one. that's considered the golden age. The original. Of oh no, that's, anyway. Yeah, the original Xbox doesn't even make the list. Uh, I'm not surprised. No, that because original me. Xbox and and again they were trying to establish themselves. Yeah. At that point. Well, not only that, but it's, and it's the fa- it's the the argument that I have. So my younger brother. Xbox fanboy mm-hmm. to no end. He yeah. owns PlayStations, but he's also he's, he's, always he's hardcore. Been, he's Xbox, always been an Xbox guy. Always has yeah. been. Mm-hmm. But they Xbox has never had the library to back it up. PlayStation does, which is why PlayStation does as well as it does. Xbox to me has always felt like a niche system. You have your first person shooters that obviously that and rightfully so. They play a million times better on an Xbox. Mm-hmm. That's never been a debate. Those people who say first-person shooters play better on a on a PlayStation, you're full, lying. Of, you're full of shit. They're lying. Yep. Yeah, you're full mm-hmm. of shit. They, I, I've experienced both. I'm not a professional, but they do. No, they run Halo, better. They you've play got better. Gears of War. I mean, yeah. they just they know how to do first-person shooters better. Yeah. And like the Xbox systems themselves. While spec-wise, yes, they are more powerful than anything PlayStation has ever really put out, mm-hmm. 
your hardware doesn't mean shit if you don't have things to play on it. Mm-hmm. And especially, I would say, not even in, in RPG sense, but the common gamer are going to find more things to play on a PlayStation than you will an Xbox at this point. And, and the reason why I say Nintendo's really not even concerned is because whether you have a PlayStation or an Xbox, chances are you have a Switch as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's never I have an Xbox and a PlayStation. It's or, or excuse me, it, it's never I have a PlayStation and then I will go out and buy an Xbox because why would you? There's mm-hmm. everything you can play on the Xbox is basically on the PlayStation, other than like what exclusives they're, are, yeah, are on the first one. Tier, like, yeah, their first tier gears yeah. and. But what gear, the fuck is even on the one? Halo, Gears, Forza, um, oh, yeah, Ori Forza. was technically originally on. Was and is no longer. Yeah. Um, just trying to think of what else is on that most people would play. And you're you're more knowledgeable about the Xbox than I am because you have one in your in your your home. We have two Xbox ones. Yeah. And so I mean, you would mm-hmm. know the library, and you're even struggling to think of games. Mm-hmm. Like that just shows you right there, like how bad their library really is. And like you had said, Ori and Will of the Wisps is... Or was it Blind Forest was the first Ori one? and the Blind Forest, yes. Will of the Wisps is the... Uh, that's the sequel. Um, Ori and the Blind Forest was a timed exclusive. And that's kind of where this latest generation, why you really can't even say console wars are even a thing. Mm-hmm. Because there really is nothing exclusive anymore. It's a timed exclusive. Short of even. First- First-party mm-hmm. titles are about the only ones. And to be honest, it doesn't surprise me when first-parties even end up on other systems. Well, you, you'll never actually see Microsoft... Like, a Microsoft Division's developed game will never be on a PlayStation. I, I don't suppose see, that's true. And same with a Sony Entertainment Division. Same with a Nintendo game. Yeah, like, I mean, Breath of the Wild, you're never going to see on another <laughs> system. But, like, that's yeah, true. like, okay... Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to say, well, if it's on PC as well, then it's not an exclusive. Well, then, okay, yeah, basically the entire Xbox library is on there. And certain PlayStation, like, uh, Horizon's going to be ported, is ported to PC. Granted, it yeah. was ported terribly. Well, but... I know Persona 4 was recently on, or recently put on PC now. and Yeah. And that always cracks me up, these people who are the PC elitists. Who, who complain when games aren't on PC. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it's... I don't see, know. That's a whole other conversation. See, to me, <laughs> PC has always been kind of like a niche niche thing. Yeah. Well, it's actually, not... it's got some of the highest... That's a, one of the, where game developers tend to make some of their most money, though. Mm. Because, like, through Steam and then, like, the, the Epic Store, mm-hmm. they get a better percentage of the sale because it is pure digital on PC. Oh, sure. There's no sure. overhead with yeah, yeah, exactly. So they get the better... The better stuff. That's why you send, tend to see sales more frequently on PC mm-hmm. is because they make better money there. They can afford to do it. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, consoles, it's $60 on the store. It's going to be $60 for the next, like, year or two. Mm-hmm. Whereas PC, it'll be $60, and then it'll drop to, like, 30 on the Steam for, like, the Steam summer sales and shit like that mm-hmm. within a year. So, yeah. It's it's just it. The reason I, I thought about this topic even for today was the fact that the PS5 did its announcement. Uh, what was that on Wednesday? On Wednesday, yeah. which was the pre-orders will be on September seventeenth or whatever, and then what was Wednesday? September fourteenth, something, something? Like, yeah. something like that. I don't know. Just to date this episode, because Lord knows it takes me forever to edit these. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
and and of course all the fanboys came out of the woodworks like you you just all the people bashing the ps5 and you know ps5 fans bashing the xbox fans for shit and it's and it just it cracks me up because they act like it, it's genesis and super nintendo all over again hey, dude it's not it's really not no mm-hmm. like and it came down to they're bashing each other over specs of the system which we've clearly established mean nothing if, like okay I, I gotta point this out to people if your only metric is saying oh look the xbox has like a 3.8 gigahertz processor and it has 12 teraflops of power unless you actively know what that means and you're a developer shut the fuck up it does not mean anything it is not a metric of anything i can if a developer is amazing with 10 teraflops they'll do more with that 10 teraflops than a shitty developer will with a thousand so it doesn't Mm. matter what the specs like that are unless if you can take advantage of it not to mention is yeah okay it has that raw capability of that but then you have to factor in the system operating like cost like the overlay any of that sort of stuff it all takes away from your system power Mm -hmm. so you're not actually going to be hitting that 100 percent peak like at a hundred percent of the time it just doesn't happen no which has always been my biggest argument your the specs of your system really don't mean shit because nothing is going to be put out on your system that's going to take 100 percent advantage of its capabilities Mm -hmm. it couldn't your system would probably fucking just it would just it would implode because your system is not built to run at a hundred percent capability for extended periods of time no it's not which is i I mean i'm no i'm not i'm just speculating here but I have a feeling that's why, like, in, in the PS3 and 360 era, a lot of the systems failed. Like, well, ended up they, crashing. They also had very, very poor Poor ventilating. Control. Yeah, ventilating. Yeah. Like, that that yeah. was the biggest problem with those systems is they were doing all of this power, all of this, it was generating all this heat. They didn't have proper cooling systems to get rid of the heat. Right. Yeah. But it's just, like, that that's the part that always gets my goat when people talk about the specs of their system. I'm like, dude, none of the games are ever going to hit your... I would say they won't even hit 75% of the capabilities of your system. So what's... Your specs are meaningless. Mm-hmm. That and, and it got me thinking about, like, people bash Nintendo over the fact that they always put out a quote-unquote inferior system... I mean, look how long it took them to release a system with HDMI, for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until the Wii U that they had HDMI on their system. Yeah. And it didn't need it. Like, that's that's kind of where... Like, Nintendo never really gave a shit. Yeah. Nintendo has always been more about the experience of the system and the innovation. Mm-hmm. Whereas PlayStation and Xbox, I feel like, only ever go out to rival each other. Yeah. What's the biggest and baddest tool toy we can put on this thing to beat the other one out? Nintendo's just sitting there like, oh, I wonder if this would work. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. building shit with Legos in the corner. And yeah. it's like, cool, I got the fucking Wii ring thing. Like, motion motion controls yeah. from, from the Wii. I think that revolutionized video games Yeah, at that but they've basically died off. No, I, well, underst- it has, I understand Other than, that, like, but VR, it's... but VR was already doing it before the, the Wii was a thing. But you know it did something when the PlayStation and Microsoft yeah. had to try and copy it. Exactly. With the Connect, with the Move. Oh, God, the Connect was Christ. terrible. And well, the Move failed, garbage. too. <laughs> they were. Yeah. But that's kind, yeah. of, that's kind of the idea, mm-hmm. is the fact that Nintendo d- couldn't care less about the power of its system because it had back it had a way to back up other, yeah. their shit they had a library that they knew was going to sell like and they've been more about the games and the experience mm-hmm. whereas xbox 
what other than like the few titles you said, like what what do they really have? I just remember the the uh, when the the launch of the Switch was happening, and there was like a, a billboard or something like that where people were doing like Switch. Their big thing coming out was like Breath of the Wild, PlayStation Four. Their big thing coming out was this Xbox. Their big thing coming out. Netflix. (laughs) I remember that. Netflix support. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it, and that's the kind of shit that just, it cracks me up. Like, how can you say there's even console war anymore? No, there really isn't. Launch titles are another thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, people are are bashing the PS5 for the fact that there's no, there are going to be no good launch titles and all this shit. And I'm looking at the history of games that have come out for systems since the NES. Mm -hmm. Launch titles have never been strong for most systems. Yeah. Other than the few outliers. Nintendo has, has had... Generally in, speaking, incredible launch titles. Yes, yeah. I mean Jesus Christ, the Switch alone, Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. That could have been the only game you launched on that fucking system for three months, and I guarantee. Oh, they knew. Sold oh, they knew games. that 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 game would have lasted players at least three to six months, so it would have given them an additional three to six months lead time to develop some more good games. Yeah. Which in that time, Nintendo capitalized because they created some really good stuff after that. Yeah, but it kept fans busy with. An incredible game. Yeah, and that's that's why Nintendo, to me, is despite the fact that they're always an inferior system spec wise, they still know what to put on their system. Hey. Look at Pokemon. Po- they could have released Pokemon Sword and Shield on the fucking Switch, and I guarantee it would have killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, Zelda did, and and what what were some of the other games that came out? Just Dance, I think, was For a launch Switch? title. Yeah. It was 1-2 Switch, Just Dance 2017, Bomberman Skylanders, R. Imagineer, Imagineers, Superman, Super Bomberman R, mm. and Breath of the Wild. That's yeah. only for the U.S. That was all you needed. That was all you needed. That was all you needed. And you could have taken three of those games off the list. You could have yeah. taken four of them off the list. Yeah, and Just. I think Shovel Knight was was available right away off the Maybe eShop. Maybe off the eShop, Because I remember yeah. buying Shovel Knight right away. Mm. And it's like, that's killer. Mm-hmm. What was what were the launch titles for the PS4? Actually, in, in Japan, it, it launched with I Am Satsuna. Oh, see, that mm. would have been money right there. Interesting. So, let's see. You said PS4. PS4. All right. PS4 US launch was Angry Birds Star Wars, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, which that, that was a pretty okay. big yep. one, yep. Battlefield 4, yeah, Call kind of, of Duty one. Ghosts, that was a FIFA big one. 14, Sports an updated version of Injustice Gods Among Us, Just mm. Dance, uh, Kill Zone Shadowfall, which was a pretty big announcement. The, the people are looking forward to that one. Uh, Knack, Lego Super Marvel, Marvel Super Heroes, uh, Madden 25, NBA 2K14, Need, Need for Speed Rivals. That's a, lot of games. That's a huge launch list. Skylanders Swap, Swap Force, Warframe, and Zumba Fitness. Jeez. That was the U.S. I'm, I don't know... Those may have just been, like, initial... Like, they, I don't know what their month... Like, how yeah. many... What their window is That could this, not have all... Those could not have all come out, like, all at the same I time. Know that Killzone had to be did. their first... That had to be, know, like, their first year of yeah. games. I think, I think Assassin's Creed was within, like, a month or two or something mm-hmm. like that. But still... Even that list... Even if we consider a four-month... Say, like, a four- or five-month period. Mm-hmm. But still... That's still quite a... 
quite a nice nice little selection of That's games. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have bought a PS4. There was nothing on that list no, that me interested either. me. Yeah, me either. But I mean, if, if we're going how many months out, do you think? Because wasn't Super Mario Odyssey like six months after launch? Uh, about, yeah. 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 So, I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, it, it, just those two games yeah, would have I, killed it. Because I think, um, what was it, the, the system, the Switch launched in March, right? Yes, I believe and so. I want to say that October is when Super Mario Odyssey came out. That sounds right. That so sounds right. so it was yeah. about like yeah. seven, six, seven months. Okay. Well, yeah. what was what was the the Xbox One's launch? So launch list? here we sure. go. This will be good. Uh, okay, <laughs> so it's nearly the same list: Angry Birds, Star Wars, Assassin's Creed Four, Battlefield Four. Call of Duty Ghosts, Dead Rising 3, oh, okay. FIFA 14, Fighter Within, Forza, Motorsport 5, Just Dance, uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes, Madden 25, NBA 2K14, NBA Live 14, Need for Speed Arrivals, Rise Son of Rome, which was a gorgeous game, but wasn't very fun, hmm. uh, Skylanders, Swap Force, Zoo Tycoon, and Zumba Fitness. There so, are so many titles. They're nearly titles identical. That was almost so, yeah. like, they Dead had Ri- literally like five different titles. Dead Rising, Forza, NBA Live, and Rise are like the four, and Zoo Tycoon, I suppose, were like the five Xbox exclusive. So let me ask you something. Of the PS4 and the three and the Xbox One, which one would you have bought? Based just on these lineups, just on, just on line. lineups, I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have bought yeah. either. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have bought the Switch. Those lineups are horrible. Yeah, like Black Flag is about the only one, and Killzone are mm-hmm. about the only two I would have played. So like, it, and it blows my mind that they're battling, that they're they're getting at each other's throats they're, about they're battling, launch titles. Yeah, they're battling themselves. It's like, have you looked at what these things are launching with? Both, other than like those those few titles that are exclusive to one or the other. Mm-hmm. They're identical systems. Yeah. There is no reason to buy an Xbox One over a PS4 at that point. Mm-hmm. The Switch, on the other hand, everything was was unique. So, like, in, in what, well, like, let's go back even further. 360, PS3. What were some of the launch titles on those two? All right. So. I guarantee you, it's probably a little bit more diverse than the fucking One and PS4. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, so PS. Sorry, I'm. This list is long. Yeah, I see that. Um, Yeah, I can always cut out the dead space. uh, All right. 360, U.S. launch. Uh, Amped 3, Call of Duty 2, Condemned Criminal Origins, FIFA 06, Gun. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. Cameo, Elements of Power. That one was actually good. Madden 06, NBA 2K6, NBA Live 06, Need for Speed Most Wanted. NHL 2K6, Perfect Dark Zero, Peter Jackson's King Kong, Project Gotham Racing 3, Quake 4, Ridge Racer 6, Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2006, and Tony Hawk American Wasteland. It surprises me how many sports titles are available yeah, at launch. Yeah, there's a lot of sports titles. So Jeez. then we jump to PS3, Blazing Angels, Squadrons of World War II, Call of Duty 3, Genji Days of the Blade, Madden NFL 07, Ultimate Alliance. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Crossfire, NBA 2K7, NHL 2K7, Resistance Fall of Man, Ridge Racer 7, Tiger Woods PGA 07, Tony Hawk Project 8, and Untold Legends Dark Kingdom. Honestly, that's not even that great of a lineup either. Like, there are certain titles that I'm sure people would love. Ultimate Alliance. Clearly, we were not (laughs) the audience for these systems. No. So, like, but there's nothing... 
there's nothing on those systems that would have made waves. Like, see, and the one thing that stands out to me, all right, mm-hmm. Xbox exclusives, all right, Gears 5, or whatever, that was the latest one, right? 5, 4, 4, 5? Well, I Which couldn't tell it? you what number five. they were on. I think it was 5. Uh, Gears, five. Gears 5, cool. Like, I'm sure it's a great game. Not our, not our style. But you have Gears 5 and Forza. Gears 5, I actually remember, had quite a bit of media to it. Mm-hmm. I remember that was actually a pretty big buzz because that that franchise is actually pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you had the PS5's launch titles. They talked about Final Fantasy 16. Jesus Christ, you could not escape news about Final Fantasy 16 on social media for the past few days. Mm-hmm. You open up your phone or, or whatever you're looking it at. It doesn't help. I share 16, 16, 16, 16, 16. Like that's all you saw. Mm-hmm. So how can you say there's no launch titles for? Or there's no good titles on the PS5 or the PS5 when yeah. there's what you're not going to see those kinds of rep- or those kinds of waves from a Forza game. No, y- your your feed is not getting oversaturated with with Forza. You know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of why I feel like, and I stick by the statement: this will be the last generation Xbox puts out. I think they are done with consoles past the Series X because I think PS5 is going to completely crush them. I think they're going to go the way of Sega. They're doing only software. They will no longer do hardware. To be honest, I also think Microsoft has really shot themselves in the foot this generation. Um, Their big statement of, well, you know, if we're putting something out, we want you to be able to play it across the entire Microsoft brand. So for the first, like, two years, like, unless they're going to change their stance, their stuff has to be playable from the Xbox One all the way up through the Series X. Oh, you mean classic Xbox? No, no, no. Just the one? Just the... No, it, it's so so. If they're developing a brand new game, it has to be playable on the Xbox One, okay. the One X, the One S, the Series X, and the Series S. So all brand new games have to play on that entire platform. Why would you do that? Because they don't want to force people to have like to have to upgrade right away. Now, don't don't get me wrong. Sony kind of fucked it up too. Ooh, they do the same shit. Horizon mm-hmm. Zero, the Horizon Forbidden West, and Spider Man Miles Morales are both launching. Launching on PS4 and yeah, PS5. Yeah. Granted, in like Halo Infinite for for Xbox, I have, my guess is that these games started development on current gen, mm-hmm. and then they were given the dev kits for next gen and ported them over. So, like a couple of games being cross generational makes sense. I'm not going to bash either of them for that. Right, they've been but, doing that since PS3, PS4. But like saying that, that, like, okay, I'm developing a new Series X game, well, it has to be able to play on the original Xbox One? Why would you do that? That's such a step backwards and a hindrance. Well, not mm. just that. Not just the Series S. Like, okay, the reason they're able to sell it for $300 is because it's only capable of outputting, like, 1440p. So it's got a weaker GPU... Like, yeah, it's going to be able to play the the Series X games, but you're going to be playing them at a lower resolution with less graphical fidelity and probably lower, like, slow times. Oh, God. Whereas, like, the Sony digital digital version, yeah, it's, what, $400? I believe so, yeah. But guess what? It's a full-powered PS5. It's not a cut-down version of the system. Basically, the only difference is a disk drive between Mm -hmm. the two systems. Yep. Yeah. Whereas, like I said, Microsoft is going with a a weaker, cheap system. They, I mean, it's the difference going like between buying a high end PC or buying a low end PC. Hmm. If you've got the money and like, 
it's a two hundred dollar, like a two hundred dollar or a hundred so whatever dollar. So we'll just say two hundred dollar difference. Why wouldn't you just wait a little bit longer to get the more powerful thing than buying the cheap shit and have to upgrade later anyways? Yeah, I see what you mean. It will hold back all of their developments. That means so all multi-platform games that are going to be you know across now have to develop for a much larger broad like base level. So they have to basically they have to develop for the minimum power possible. Yeah. Which is going to hold stuff back, which is a bad idea. It's going to take developers that's, that much longer to put out a game. That's what Sega did. I mean, even back then in the beginning, like they had the all of those different add-ons. They had the 32X, they had the Sega CD, they had the Sega Genesis was still their their main console, and they were trying to develop games like across all platforms. Like you had Virtual Fighter, which came out for the Genesis for the for the 32X. Um, no, Sonic 3D Blast. Sonic 3D was Blast on Genesis and was, Saturn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and and yeah, and then even even on the Saturn as well too. Once you had that, so it's like, and what happened to Sega? Is like I just it's, same thing. Like okay, I understand. Like saying, yes, we want the cross generational for the beginning because uh, yeah, systems at the beginning a. They sell out really, really fast between the people who die hard want them and scalpers. Which seems to be a bigger thing now than it's ever been, is the Mm. scalping. But then you also have the other problem. What is the most most common thing that has happened since the PS3 360 with the launch, the first wave of any system? Since the PS2. Oh, it it even goes that? Yeah. uh PS2 had that many issues at launch? Sure did. Sure did. So, like, what's the most common thing? There is hardware and software issues that have to be worked out. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, the 360 was notorious for dying. God, the red ring. Um, The PS3 had the yellow light issues for a long Mm -hmm. time where their hard drives were dying. So it's like, why would you ever buy first wave, like, and they sell out this way? It's like, yeah, be excited for the system, but don't just jump at it this way. The only system I've ever bought at launch, and I've mentioned this before, is the Switch. Switch. And I've literally had zero issues. Mm -hmm. I love it. And it still runs like a fucking champ. Which pisses me off, because mine's a year after, and I have fucking You're, terrible drift. Dro- uh, yeah, Joy-Con <laughs> drift. Yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. And I'm outside of the window. I would have to pay Nintendo to replace them. Oh, really? You might as well just get new new Joy-Cons. Yeah. That's, I just, yeah. More, more often than not, I play with the Pro Controllers. Yeah, so. yeah I play with the Pro Controllers. I will say, my, my Joy-Cons very rarely ever leave my system. Mm-hmm. I, I keep it. I use the Pro Controllers, too. But, yeah, that's that seems to be the biggest issue, is... is yeah, their first wave systems always get buggy mm-hmm. because well, it's because you're tra- yeah. they're trying to rush to, they're trying to rush production to be the first one out. Yeah, and now okay, is it, to get it out for the holiday season. Is too. it also possible that they put better engineering and stuff into these these current these new ones that will be coming out? Yeah, sure, it's possible, but you you can't account for any manufacturing defects that you didn't catch. Yeah, you can't you can't account for you know. Maybe like a hard drive failure, like because yeah, it, it, it there was something going on or damaging shipping and stuff like that. You can't account for these things for the first while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, like so they're like and the biggest like part of the console war outside the fan base is currently is is the news outlets that are sharing every little bit of thing, and then you know the PR teams on Twitter. For, yeah. for like that's I shared the one for it's like twelve year old kids. Shared the one for Xbox where yeah, where they were like you know there's no mixed confusion about our message. It's this is the date you can pre-order. We'll let you know when stuff goes up. 
Well, it wasn't Sony who broke that. It was Walmart's problem. Mm -hmm. Walmart was like, oh, by the way, pre-orders, we're not going to make you wait. You can do it now. So all the other retailers jumped on it. Which is which is So now Sony's getting flack for retailers being greedy ass. Which is funny because that's not the first time Walmart has done that, where they've jumped the gun on pre-orders mm -hmm. or something that was supposed to go on sale on a certain date. They just say, screw that. Well, see, we have it, so put it out. My, my big question with this, too, is will Walmart now face repercussions? Because selling a game no. before street date is actually a violation of their contracts. It's and illegal. They, they can get in trouble for it. I honest, so with pre, no. does pre, that apply to pre-orders as well, or no? Well, no. I just, they I just, just don't cancel pre-orders. I just don't think that that Walmart anything's going to happen to them. You think they're, they're too oh, big they're, for oh, they're Sony way too, or oh, oh, they're way too big. That's the only they thing need. They need to have Walmart so that they can basically sell their games. Yeah, but so Amazon and, and Best Buy sell. They do. But Walmart is so well established yeah, that it they cannot lose them well, as I, supporters. So they basically have their balls in a vice. And digital is also becoming bigger. So yeah. that's true. Actually, who knows? Even because oh, actually, I had a question about something. So the sure. difference between the the two PS5 models it's just the Blu-ray. It's well, just it's the player. The Ultra HD Blu-ray. The disc, the yeah. the, uh, the memory hard... in it is not different. Nope. There's everything is the same. What they should have done. Instead of having a price difference with a cheaper system without the drive, it should have been, a bigger it should have been the same price, but without the disc drive, put a bigger hard drive in it. Because mm -hmm. it's going to be a pure digital system anyway, why wouldn't you just put yeah. a bigger hard drive well, in the system, make it the same price as the physical? Something about the manufacturing, the reason they went with the 825 gig versus a, a full one terabyte is something about, like, it's the perfect balance between cost and production. Mm. So for that style hard drive, and now I'm assuming like a year or two down the line, it's going to be cheaper to manufacture that particular style. So It wouldn't surprise me. We'll probably either see an increase in system storage capability or a drop in price. Yeah. And or it, the Pro system will come out. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that That's another happen. reason I, I'm, I'm iffy about buying the new system. You're going to buy one anyway. No, when, uh, when Outriders comes out, you and I are going to be buying systems and fucking play. Only if I'm on a corner sucking dick to get the money for it. <laughs> <laughs> Put them lips to you, son. <laughs> sucky, sucky, $5. God. Uh, I warrant at least six. <laughs> You're high class. <laughs> and actually, I was thinking about this. The reason, like, the PS3 and the 360 had so many issues with their systems is I wonder if it was due in part to the fact that technology was kind of doing that, that leap. next leap yeah. to where they still hadn't quite perfected that technology yet. Because, I mean, you notice, like, these, these, these jumps in technology we have with every console is maybe at that point, technology was still at that, that like, transition between... Mm -hmm being established and being you know better than the previous that i think maybe that's why that generation had so many technical issues mm. so maybe the, this next generation won't quite have it because well, we and, still haven't made that leap yet well and newer technologies also tends to draw less power than the older stuff so yeah. they're more efficient they're more that's why like i was saying like the difference in, in teraflops doesn't matter because like 10 teraflops in 2020 is vastly different than 10 teraflops in 2010. Yeah. They are on two completely different scales at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's just it's it's fascinating to me like to think about the consoles in terms of of 
where technology was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, oh, and, yeah. and I find it funny, too, because, like, I follow PC side technology as well, so, like, they, you know, the, the Series X and PS5 were showing off their graphics, and they're like, there's this whole thing of, oh, wow, these are all the next-gen graphics, and then there's these memes going around of, like, NVIDIA coming out and being like, hold my coffee, and then announcing <laughs> their new line of graphics cards, which are ridiculously amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, Well, and it's also one of those things where people have to realize that the cards they're going to put out are not something a common person's going to buy. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? NVIDIA? Yeah. No, they're the, they're the most common market share. I'm sure it is, but, like, somebody like Paul and I... Oh, yeah. We don't care. No. It so only like, applies to, like, PC, the gamers. Exactly. Like, the, yeah. the PC elitists. I, I, I say uh, elitist as if it's a bad thing. I mean, it's the, the people who are no, exclusively there, PC. No, there no, are console the elitists, yeah. too. Yeah, so. I know, I know. Because they're always, well, exclusivity is, like, where... It, but you also, you also have choice on PC, whereas you don't with consoles. Right. But I feel like, like, graphics cards in terms of power and stuff, That that's more of... On a console, that's a that's a everyman. That's what his graphic card is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like Nvidia to say, oh look what ours can do. Well, I don't. Bark, bark, bark. I don't like think it was totally different. I don't markets. think it was Nvidia that put the no. memes. Out. I think there was like the fan, <laughs> the PC fans. But it's 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 just funny to me, like that that mentality because mm-hmm. it's like, well, it, it's just like high end PCs. I'm not going to go out and buy a high end PC because why would I? But somebody who is a PC gamer is going to be like, well, that's because that's yeah. what I like. Of course I'm going to buy that. Like, mm-hmm. that's huge to me. Yeah. But, like, well, the PS5 graphics look incredible to me. There's also a subsection of, like, PC people that it's they don't just like playing the games, but they do like messing with the hardware. So mm-hmm. the, the increases in power, being able to, like, overclock and do the liquid cooling, that sort of hands-on build. It's like a person who likes customizing their car. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not for us, but there are those that love doing that, the hands-on. Not only, yeah, I can get this performance and then go use it, but the I like doing this work on it myself. You really right. can't do that with the consoles. No, you really can't. And that's... I'm all right with that, because I... I personally, one thing that triggers me, <laughs> if you want to bring it full circle, modding to systems irritates me for some reason. I don't. I don't know why... I mean, you're free to do with your system what you want. That's that's fine. But when I see, like, the modded systems... Depends on what you're doing to mod it. That shit irritates me. If you're doing the mods that allow you to cheat while you're online, yeah, fuck you. But if it's to get around shitty versions of, like, uh... Like, um... Software, like, locking and stuff, Mm -hmm. like region locking, then do it. Yeah. Region locking is stupid to begin with. I agree. Region locking mm-hmm. is dumb. And in this day and age, that shouldn't even be a thing. No. But that's one thing that I always... Like, well, it was a big thing when, like, the, the NES were, Classic and the, mm-hmm. the, the SNES... They like, were the mini buying version. Them, yeah, they were buying them to mod them so that they yeah. could put, like, 700 games on it. Or they yeah. even... They do it even with, like, iPhones and stuff. Mm-hmm. People will buy, like, four or five iPhones, break three or four in the process before they get it to mod it correctly to mm-hmm. do shit. Yeah. That pisses me off. Yeah. Because, like, in the case of the NES and SNES Classics, or Minis, those were already hard to find. Mm-hmm. But now you have these assholes, I just want the system, I just want to play it. Yeah. And you have these dickheads who are buying them to essentially break them to mod them to mm-hmm. do what they want it to do. Yeah. If you want to do that kind of shit, make one yourself. Let me have my system. You know what I mean? That kind of That's where I kind of get pissed off about mm-hmm. it is when you're basically depriving somebody of having something the way it was originally intended 
because you want to fuck with it. Well, what was that? Um, what was that system that um, we we saw at a video game place? It's like normally they go for like one hundred and ninety dollars, but that's because like people buy them to mod them. Uh, the PSP Go. The PSP Go. PSP yes. Go was was a colossal flop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted but, one though. Uh, but that's my point with the PSP Go is that. It wasn't really a popular system, but it has only become a popular system after the fact because of the possibilities of modding it. So now, your chance of finding a PSP Go just to have a PSP Go, like the system itself, you're like... You're it, shit out of well, luck. You're actually, shit out of luck because the, the population is less and less and less because there are so many more people PS Go, who are modding them. PS Go is also a little a weirder thing because it was a purely digital handheld. Yeah. Oh, so you can't it was really... only downloaded titles. Oh, so you can't so really download like, it anymore. The, like the yeah. PlayStation Store for PSP is closed, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. I d- so, no, I don't think it is so, because I just downloaded stuff off of the the store. You can still it. access stuff that you've purchased already. No, I can still buy stuff too. Oh, can you? I think so. Oh, okay. I thought it was closed already. No, not quite yet. Um, but like, yeah, it was a purely digital, so you couldn't oh, use okay. the the PSP UMDs on it. You had yeah. to buy digital that's the whole reason oh, okay. people liked that one mm-hmm. as much as they did and it was a stupid idea considering they had to use proprietary memory cards oh, which were no psp yeah. was the, the i thought psp the, no, was no ps the the vita's the proprietary vitas the vita's yes oh, you say that every time i know too. i always because i always get the, the two uh, confused mm-hmm. here the psp used the uh it was PSP the sticks Go. it was the weird sticks yeah the stick duos yeah they were very goofy they were they were used in like cameras and stuff like that is that so psp go and the psp or the yeah the psp was like basically the same thing but it's the, the same thing but one was PSP digital go was, was only digital oh yeah. okay huh. well and then like, actually it was the reason i wanted a psp go is because it was a better it was a better layout for the controller yeah mm. where because the the one thing the psp kind of sucked at was that the stick was in a weird spot it was ah. in a lower left corner oh, and it was very it was very awkward yeah that's weird. So the PSP Go, it, it had like a flip. It flipped up, kind of mm-hmm. like the old phone. Remember his old phone? Yeah. It was like that, yeah. and then it had two uh, sticks. Oh, it was okay. really cool. It was a really cool system. But that's, that's just, something yeah. that killed me. Well, and then like, so they also had the, the memory stick duos, where you could put two of the micro cards in at a much higher capacity mm-hmm. for cheaper that allowed you to have massive storage on the PSP Go. Oh, okay. So you could yeah. get like entire like the P- entire PSP library on the PSP Go. Mm-hmm. You could have like the NES up through like PS2 on yeah, the thing. On the thing. And that's yeah. why people like modding it. Mhm. Mhm. But yeah, I don't know how well, well everything ran, but you know, yeah. I know. Well, PSP was a pretty strong system. I know like time. NES and Super NES and stuff ran well on it, but I don't know about PlayStation and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Well, no, PlayStation would because there were some PS1 games on the store at the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I had uh, Threads of Fate. I had uh, Grandia. stuff was on there. Xenogears. Hmm. So. The PSP, and the, here it kind of it harkens back to my, my thing with Nintendo and inferior quality. Or, not in quality. Inferior uh, Choosing systems. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. PSP and the Vita by all means, should have crushed the Game Boy. The Game Boy line should have died at the SP. The SP. No, not SP. The DS. Yeah. Because mm. that was about the time the PSP came out, right? Yeah. The PSP had was stronger. Everything looked better. It came down to support. Sony never supported the PSP and the Vita here the way it should have been. 
Which is why the Vita and the PSP died off. Which is funny because in Japan they were huge. Oh yeah, like that, like in, mobile market over there is is in Japan. We think ours is good. Theirs is like ten times better. In Japan, mm. Monster Hunter, the only way to play the series was on PSP for quite some time. Yeah. Oh wow! So like every new version was the PSP, and you'd get on like there was like videos of people you'd get on trains. There'd be old business guys sitting on the train playing PSP Monster Hunter <laughs> on their way to work in the morning. That's why a lot of those like iconic series, like that that kind of style, that mm-hmm. Monster Hunter style where it's online multiplayer. Yeah. You had Monster Hunter, you had God Eater, Lord of Arcana, Tokiden yeah. was was Vita. Like you had all these series that spun off and essentially followed the Monster Hunter formula. Of, of you create a party, you do a mission. Like, hunt, that was a thing. Hunt some big boss creature, make yeah. new equipment out of its body parts. Hmm. That's, so. that's the Monster Hunter s- system. Yeah. I mean, and that, that... The mobile market was huge over there. So, by all means, the PSP and the Vita should have killed off Game Boy years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, but, Vita, they fucked themselves with the Vita. Yes, they did. Because, well, I know we've talked about this before, but, like, the PSP... You could use any memory stick duo on the PSP. Yeah. It wasn't locked down. That's why people were able to get the massive cards to do, like mod the PSP. That was another flaw. Is it was really easy to mod. Yeah. There was yeah. no like there was no really good security on it to prevent it. So they were Not getting as bad as the Dreamcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dreamcast, you could basically just copy your fucking games. Yeah, from in a P, just copy yeah. your PC. That's but fun. so you could use any memory card you wanted. While when Vita came out, they compensated too hard to the other direction. You had to buy proprietary memory cards that were way overpriced for the amount of space you got. Mm. So, like a 32 gig card that would normally be in like a camera, I think around 50, at that time bucks. was like 50, 60 bucks. It's like 100 bucks. There's yeah, we're like 80 to 100 dollars oh for the God. same gigabytes. So it was it was completely stupid. It, it blew terrible. your mind that yeah, you're that's... spending an extra 30, 40 dollars for for the same amount of space. Yeah, and because it, of the way dumb. they had stuff manufactured, third party card developers couldn't make. Uh, memory cards for the system oh, that wow. worked. It wouldn't recognize. Yep. Yeah. So it's basically it was it was kind of greed. Had yeah. Kinda taken well, and, and like I, I understand needing Tr- trying to block piracy. I, yeah, they mm-hmm. had to try to block piracy because they were bleeding too much from it. Look at which the, is part of the reason why they gave up on the on the market over here. Look at the the whole the the issue we run into when we try to do anything PS3 or Vita related. It has that D. DRCM, whatever, digital rights copy thing. Yeah, where we have to go through the splitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has that chip in it that basically locks out any form of streaming oh, or any gotcha. form of, of trying to record it. To record it, it. Yeah. yeah. because they were trying to prevent people from doing that kind of uh, shit. It was... Hmm. It was at a time that I understood it because, like I said, the Dreamcast fucked everything up and the fact that you could just basically burn the games well, and, and run them. I don't know if you guys remember, but was it Bleem, I think it was, for PC? No, I have no mm-hmm. idea. You could take PS1 games, put them in a PC, and it played them. Oh, interesting. I remember that, actually. Now that Software Accelerator used to sell it. Yeah. It used to be a big seller back in the day, and uh-huh. not all of them ran, like, super well, but... Mm-hmm. But they it, ran, though. I think it yeah. was Bleem. That's weird. I, God, I, I haven't yeah. thought of that. And, yeah, I remember that. Oh my god, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, so like oh, it was wow. it was released for uh, it was software you could buy for your PC and just take PlayStation games, put them in and play them on your PC. Wow. Crazy. This is where a lot of the PS1 like emulators and stuff got their start. Yeah. I'm not surprised. It doesn't, I wouldn't yeah, shock me something that came me. before, but Yeah. But yeah, it's just uh, Nintendo with with the Game Boy, it's it's always been 
hardware-wise an inferior product. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, were the graphics on the on the DS and 3DS really all that great? <laughs> no. not, not really. No. When you look like if you've ever I don't know if you ever actually played a Vita. No. I should have you just just try a game on my Vita sometime. Mm-hmm. You would be amazed how great the graph. It basically looks like a PS3. Well, I've he's heard... seen you play the Vita TV. Yeah, but that's yeah. Yeah, I suppose it, no, um, it's, it's the same but power I, the Vita has, just outputting to your TV. But I've heard that the um, they released a um, Uncharted game called The Golden Abyss on the PS Vita, mm-hmm. and I've heard like the game looks incredible. Wasn't that really put does. into one of the collections? It may have been. They may have made a collection out yeah. of it. Like the Vita, for some reason, that screen, everything's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is. I think it's an OLED. That could be. Mm-hmm. I think it was OLED. Which is a, it's an incredible screen, yeah. But and and you then you go try to go back to like play play a DS game and you're like, Ooh, is this some grainy yeah. ass shit? It's like it, jumping it's, from like PS3 or 360 to N64. Yeah, oh. pretty much. <laughs> it's crazy, like the graphical difference between the two. Mm-hmm. And and you think about it, and you're like, how did this ever lose? Not like, to mention having amazing not, games like God Eater. How did this not beat mm-hmm. the Game Boy? And it comes down to library. Yeah, it was and, library. And support. Yep. And, and the fact that Nintendo, when they go all in, they fucking go all in. Mm-hmm. Look at the Wii U. They went all fucking in. Didn't work, but at least they did it. Yeah. Whereas Sony half-assed the PSP. Well, they half-assed And I also the wonder how much of it is perception thing, too. So, say you're buying for a kid. Are you going to buy the one that looks a bit more... I hate to say it this way, but like childlike and user-friendly the way the DS and stuff of them were versus holding a PSP next to it and being like, oh, it uses, like, little mini CDs, they're going to do this, whereas this is a cart. So for a certain mm. part portion of the of the audience buying them, it's a, it was largely a perception thing, too. And I suppose we had mentioned this, too, is Nintendo's so recognizable. Yes. How many of the parents bought the oh, yeah. like, for their kids? Game because for kid. I remember mm-hmm. playing the brick when I was a kid. You know, so maybe that could be too. Yeah. But, it, I mean... Well, and then I also think, like, yeah, with the library, too, the PSP was definitely targeted at, like, our generation that grew up with playing games. That's true. The, the types of games that were put on there were definitely more slanted toward, not to the, ooh, we're trying to be edgy, but more towards the, we're growing with our audience and doing the mature. The grown-up audience. Yes. As opposed to, yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that. Well, so I mean, like I said, it's, it's, the, wasn't there a little big planet on there too? Yeah, um, well, and then yeah, and then Patapon. there were there were a couple stuff like that, but like the majority wasn't. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's it's just it's fascinating to me to look at the two and and to be like, how did how did the Vita or the PSP ever lose? Yeah, to to the Game Boy when when you when you go based on just that, you know what I mean? Like. And and again comes down to support because I'd say my Game Boy library is is double what the Vita and the PSP library is. See, mine was too, but I also pl- I played my Vita more still. I kind of did too. Same like, with PSP. I had 3DS and like a DS and stuff like that. But other than like the Castlevania games, there was nothing I wanted to play. Yeah, I played the, a lot of the occasional uh, RPGs, and then I'd beat them, and then just go right back to my PSP. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fascinating to me, and that's why I feel like console wars. It's, I don't know. It's not what it used to be. It's not what it used to be. Mm -hmm. And I bet you social media too has has a big thing about that. Because there was nothing quite like scrolling or, (laughs) Jesus Christ, flipping 
through a magazine and seeing that giant exactly. Genesis does what Nintendo doesn't and or Nintendo don't, Nintendo don't excuse me thank you and you know and you see those ads where and it, whereas now like you see it everywhere you you almost can't escape the ads whether it's on television or or YouTube or fucking your you know Facebook Twitter whatever the fuck like you just see it everywhere yeah. so mm-hmm. it's I don't know. I, I feel like the console wars are kind of a thing of the past, whether these fan people think it is or not. It, it's dead. I mean, there's always you're always going to have that that portion of the fan base that it will fervently like defend what they've chosen because for some reason their identity is tied to the company. Yeah, and, and I, I think, don't understand that. And I think that that's the difference between the console wars of then and the supposed console wars of now is it's not really a console wars. It's a it's a preference it's wars. It's a way of stirring the fan base. It's, yeah, just... literally. It's a preference wars because I think that there's really not a war between the consoles anymore. It's a war between the fan base and certain fans saying, this is what our machine can do, and then the other fans going, no, this is what we can do. Yours is sucky and all this stuff. It was more so back then about the companies trying to, to pump up their own brand now it's just people basically just saying, "My like Mine's I support better. I support PlayStation." I'm and right, you're wrong. And Get off better. my playground. And it's better. Yeah. In, in a parallel, it's almost like Apple and Android, basically iPhones and 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 yeah. and Android phones mm-hmm. is the same kind of mentality. Yeah. Like I have an iPhone. You guys have Android. Mm-hmm. I like my phone. That's because we made I, the right choice. <laughs> I like I like Android, but it's only because I learned on an Android before yeah. I even saw an iPhone. Yeah, I don't know how to use an iPhone because I've never really used it. Before. It works almost identical for the most for part, the most part. Yeah. I mean, there are some differences, but it, it's one of those things too. It's like it's like recommending a car. Mm-hmm. Everybody has either a good experience or a bad experience mm-hmm. with the same car. Yep. Phones are the same way. I've I've heard stories from people who had iPhones and absolutely hated it. It crashed. It had battery issues. This, 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 this. And then someone else who had the same fo- Dude, I've literally had no issues with this. Mm-hmm. But on an Android, I had this, 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 and this. So it's like, it's almost just, it's your own luck mm-hmm. versus just what you prefer. Yeah. I know Apple or an iPhone is considered what... Kevin calls dumb technology. It's technology for people who don't like to do shit to their stuff. Oh, it's it's it, it can come right out of the box. I like what it does. It's, it's safe technology for the technology illiterate. There you go. That's me. <laughs> well, you're Android, so you're not that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, see, no, yeah. I. But Android I... is so tink- tinkerable. Oh. Android is all, uh, very customizable in what you can yes. do. Uh, Whereas iPhones really are not. <laughs> you're locked to what yes. Apple yeah. wants, which I'm fine with. Uh, it, my phone does fantastic. But I've also found over the years that people who tend to fuck with their shit have more issues with their crap than people who don't. That's true. <laughs> that is true. It's I don't just, know what you're talking about. <laughs> you and my sister-in-law both like to fuck with computers. No you comment. Two, you two have more issues with computers than anyone I've ever met. This is not true. You, Every computer we have that you touch fucks up. So shut up. That's different because they're hand-me-down computers that I touch and things fuck up on them. You and still th- touched it. That's the common denominator. And you're the one who fixes them. And they're, that's why they're fucked up. Or maybe I fix them only enough to where you touch it to fuck it up so I don't get put, pushed out completely. There you go. <laughs> you keep me illiterate so I always need you. That doesn't sound familiar. No, that's not familiar at all <laughs> stop giving it 30 percent <laughs> but yes uh oh. again for anybody listening 
this is just our opinion. We're PS5, at least well, I'm a PS5 person. I'm PS5 PC usually. You're going I, to be, you mean? I'm going to be PS5. Yeah, I'm yeah. a PlayStation kid. Like yeah. Xbox, it's it's we're not the audience. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we're not. 360 the audience. was the only generation I would have picked them, and that's the only generation I did. But that was also a combination of. That's where people I was playing the games I was playing at the time were at, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it just it's what had what I wanted. At yeah. The time. yeah, Borderlands ran so much better over there. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. Like I I have a PS3 and I ended up buying a 360 for its exclusives. Yep. Hmm. I will never buy an Xbox One. Mm-hmm. There is no reason for me to. There is nothing exclusive on an Xbox One that even closely piques my interest. Mm-hmm. Series X is looking going to be the same way. I don't think I will ever own another Xbox past the 360 because there's no point. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, I'm not the audience. I'm an RPG guy, and the Xbox never really has had a it's forefront very we- of RPG. It's very Western-focused. Very much so. Mm. Very much so. So that's that's kind of where we stand. Whereas my younger brother, he's Xbox through and through, but he's the Call of Duty kind of fan base. He literally buys everyone. Yeah. He mm-hmm. buys every single one. Call of Duty. He loved Titanfall and that was a thing. He loves, you know, he, he likes that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You can love that. I mean, everybody that's, loves it. It's got its market. It's a huge market. Preference. That's your preference. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. So, I mean, that's just our opinion. If you're an Xbox guy and you hear us shitting on Xbox, well, let us, well, let us know your thoughts. <laughs> yeah, let us know Because honestly, we're, like Andy is trying to say, is that we may be, we we may tend to go towards the PlayStation side, but we don't have a problem whatsoever with the Xbox or any of that line. No, it's just not our cup of tea. Not it's ours. just yeah, it's, it, it's just I, not. Nothing's wrong with it. There's good games that people love on it, but it's just nothing that has really caught our fancy. I my my only thing will be like complaint about the, any of the systems usually is. Stupid decisions that the companies themselves make. Oh, absolutely. There could be some. I mean, all, all three of them are guilty. Of all it. companies like, make some questionable decisions or some decisions that may not benefit the fan base. But at the same time, they all get some stuff right because yeah. that's why they're still releasing systems yeah. to this day. And we we're going to see the next generation of honestly what i would call preference wars it's not really console wars anymore i think i think the console wars are done people are already on their on the side that they're uh, aligning to there's nothing left to really war over it's just it basically is a fight over what your your preference is it's a pissing match at this point yeah it's basically all it is match it for a buck as as a friend of ours used to say Match back in the cemetery days, yep. Match it for a buck. Good old, good old. What is it, Artie? Artie. Good old Artie. Yeah, but in your case, you'd have to go to ten to one. <laughs> well, yeah, Paul wins every time. <laughs> I'd have to do some creative calculating to beat out Paul. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Maybe on Mars with the increased gravity, or oh, yeah. God. it's cold out today. But yes, let us know what you prefer and why you prefer it. Let us know if you think that there still is a console wars or what your most, I don't know, the the, the the most prolific memory that you have of the console wars. Did you grow up during the Sega Genesis Super Nintendo era oh, yeah. when it really was the console wars trying to dominate for who was the supremacy of 
console gaming. Yeah, which for for the record, Genesis was beating Genesis, Super Nintendo. Genesis was beating them for for a while. For a hot minute, they, they were, were they were on top of the world. God, what a different world it would have been had they not killed themselves on the Saturn. Well, what a what Nintendo a, what a different what a different world it would be if we had the Nintendo PlayStation. God, it's 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 crazy to think about that sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How weird. I, it, well, yeah, it'd be even weirder if stuff like the CDI or something had it succeeded. Yeah, that that uh, if yeah. Imagine yeah, one maybe. of those off-brand. The ones. Neo Geo would have, or not the Neo Geo, the uh, 3DO. 3DO <laughs> or Jaguar. Yeah. Have, if the 3DO wouldn't have been seven hundred dollars back in nineteen ninety three, it might have been a different story. <laughs> Could you imagine if one of those systems had one and killed the others? That is just that'd be weird. I don't know if I could do that. I know we've talked about that in a short while. Is that it's impossible to release a new console now? It is. It, it, really, it really is. Yeah, you, you can't, can't compete with the big three. No, you can't. There's just nothing that's going to win. No. Nope. Yeah, but if you do software, you can still win. You can st- well, true. you can still succeed in the software. Sega's market. still alive and still kicking. They're not the smartest bunch of people, but they're still alive. Yeah, but they've also buddied up with their former enemy. That's true. Mm. Look at how many Sonic Mario crossovers there have been. That's true. Disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Go to PowerTripGaming.tv. We'll take you directly to the YouTube channel where you can watch us play through this 678 game NES Library. Or you can watch our side quest material where we play games that aren't the NES Library, like the Super Nintendo or the Sega Genesis, because we have we don't care what we play. Also known as having actual fun. Yes. Oh yeah. If you want, check us out on iTunes and Stitcher and check out all of our other backlog of PowerCast episodes at the PTG PowerCast. That's right. And if you don't want to contact us on Facebook or Twitter for some reason, because you either can't find us because we're we're so small in the sea of people. <laughs> we most certainly talk, we're bas- I'm basically We're basically talking to ourselves. Uh, you, c- <laughs> you can always email us at, po- at nespowertrip.com at gmail.com n-e-s power trip at gmail.com I will read it there you go there you go yeah I will say I suppose I should actually spell out n-e-s power trip instead of nest power trip yeah might be yeah. easier you may still get somebody who's gonna type in n-e-s-s n-e-s-s <laughs> no apostrophes in there for any of you guys no apostrophes oh that was one thing that pissed me no off periods, no apostrophes no for, for, all, for all the wise people out there <laughs> that was one thing that pissed me off was his was his uh uh be mature his his analogy to, to i bet you spell final fantasy final fanta apostrophe y i was like what the fuck are you talking well, about? That's not that even, doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I was going to say, that's so funny because... You pretentious ass! Somebody making a joke like that in the same vein like where you can't make a joke because there is no like S apostrophe Y. So already your joke is lost because that doesn't make sense. It just makes you look like an idiot. Yeah, I was like, dude, I, I wanted to type that so bad. I, Dude, I was typing up a storm. My fucking thought. Oh, Streets 112. I'm typing fucking, a storm right fucking now. Fucking legend. Fucking legend. <laughs> Me and Mark Rutsu. That's all I got, man. Fuck. This M-R-R-L. Is... <laughs> Mar- Me and Mark Rutsu. Me and fucking Mark Rootsu. Oh, man. <laughs> That'll do it for another Power Trip Gaming Powercast. Thank you for listening with power. Hey.